and gentlemen, making their way to the ring from parts unknown at a total combined weight of Derek's 13 abs, the team of Tim the Bearded Dragon. My whole life has been a lie. All of these people were Brutus. Derek, your brown meat baby face and straight edge sex symbol. The Three Dabroni Podcast. And your red wine sex symbol, the Big Jad Booty Daddy. Well, whether you like it or you don't, you better learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Yeah, dig it. They are the Three Jabronis. Welcome, everybody. Episode 25 of the Three Jabronis Wrestling Podcast. I am, as always, the Brownie Babyface and Straight Edge Sex Symbol, Derek, joined this week by... This week, you can call me Mr. Plow. I am your bearded dragon, the planet's champion. I am Tim, joined, as always, by the best-looking, the funniest. He is short, he is stout, but he has a huge heart... Because it definitely ate penis because he's half Canadian and not that I know from personally because I'm a happily married man. In fact, I am father of the year thanks to David Reeling, but I am always, as always joined by... Holy crap, Dragon, that was a very, very deep, nice introduction. Yes, I do have a small penis, but I am the red wine sex symbol, your big jad booty daddy. Man, that was that was quite the intro, Tim. It, you know, we have... Jesus, we man. have... We have the ginger bearded brother connection. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot the voice that I used for him. So I think I just completely made up a fourth person on this podcast. It is the oh four horsemen Jeronis podcast today. <laughs> Woo! I almost spit my tea out. <laughs> 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 that was the least manly thing I think I've ever heard you say. And you have 13 abs, and you work out for an hour and a half every day. Oh, God, that was amazing. I don't know why that <laughs> caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, how are you doing today, Tim? Uh, you know, I'm tired. I've been up since, you know, pretty much yesterday, plow, and it's, mm. you know, it's it's really coming down here in New England I think, right, Chad? Uh, yeah, yeah, man, that's that's what I heard. But you, you would know best because you're you're actually there plowing. Yeah, I'm I'm live from the plow truck today. It's uh, you know, if you need anything, just just dial me up one eight hundred Dragon. It's toll free, and I'll uh, I'll show up, and I'll uh, I will plow that snow. <laughs> Is that what you do with the snow? You plow it? <laughs> I couldn't finish. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. I, 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 I had three different endings in my mind, and I just couldn't go with any of them. <laughs> oh, this is the this is the funniest start to a sober friggin' episode I think I've ever had. <laughs> well, uh, Tim, I guess we'll uh, we'll check back in with you a little later. Uh, we'll let you yeah. back to the plow. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> just dial me on the dragon line. I'll be there for you. It's like the bat phone, but sexier. <laughs> the dragon line. <laughs> Bitch, what line? <laughs> that wasn't even planned. It wasn't planned. <sighs> oh, How was oh. your week, buddy? Uh, mine was all right. 
Uh, it surprisingly went by quicker than I thought it would, because I th knew I was going to be off for four days, and that usually takes the longest time in the world, but... It went by fairly quick, you know, I'm just kind of dealing with all this bullshit snow right now. Um, don't love it, but, you know, the Pats are in the AFC Championship game today, so can't really complain. Yeah, man, I gotta say, I don't miss that snow at all. We were supposed to get a bunch of crazy stuff here... And I, I swear, if, if anybody is looking to go into meteorology, get a job in Tulsa, because you can be wrong 95% of the time and still have a job. It's, we were, this was the second or third time they were like, oh, we're going to get leveled by snow, prep for it. And we, I mean, we got some gnarly, like, I, I love thunderstorms. I'm a dude that loves thunderstorms. We got some gnarly ones Friday night, hard-ass pouring rain, like, literally, I'm driving down the street to head back home and like <clears throat> i see straight in the horizon like in front of my face bolts of lightning it was freaking great uh but that was it that was the worst of it like woke up saturday expecting to be in like i don't know freezing rain conditions snowy flurry conditions i look out my window i told you earlier it looked like a dusting of powdered sugar on fried dough it was nothing mm. but i guess it was windy in some areas but yeah it was I, I do feel for you guys, but I don't hate that I don't have to, like, be out there shoveling my ass out. Especially my old apartment building, which I loved, but the plows would never come. So, like, I would have to sit there and shovel my car out of, like, a foot, foot and a half of snow just to get out of the friggin' lot. So uh, I don't miss that. Ugh. I mean, we've been lucky so far. But fuck this. I think I think everybody, for the most part, has been been pretty lucky i mean it was here's here's how much tulsa can be like new england it was 60 60 degrees on friday and then the thunderstorms happened and then woke up and it was like high 20s low 30s on saturday which i'm not going to complain because i know you dudes have been like in the teens but still yeah it's currently 12 <laughs> actually hey you know what makes sense what what's the what's the degreeage again what's the temperature right now Yep. 12. And Tom Brady is fucking playing later on today. Oh. Let's go! Oh, baby. Come on! <laughs> Ooh, tomorrow. Nice, uh, a high of seven. <laughs> <laughs> that is singular. I didn't, I didn't know Trot Nixon was in town. <laughs> high of seven, a low of two. All right. Oh, man. I'll make sure to be outside when it jumps from two to seven. Get that out. Uh, Where your banana and ba ba wow, banana, banana hammock. Banana in. Banana in. Um, <laughs> I was just scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> David Relig. <laughs> <laughs> David Relig, we want you on this podcast. Someday, oh my god! So. Is a tribute to Rob Conway. <laughs> <laughs> Like from the Quebecers or whatever they called them, the, the French Revolution, like, whatever. Uh, I don't remember what they called them. La Resistance, <laughs> the con. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't. He didn't do things his way or the wrong way. He did it the con way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's ironically. Amazing. <laughs> and then there's my Facebook oh, feed. Jesus Christ. Man kicked out of all-you-can-eat buffet after eating more than 50 pounds of food. Sues for $2 million. <laughs> All right, man. 
let's 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 pop in. I feel like we've been all over the place today. Tim, you there? Still plowing. Dude, you know who's gonna have a huge baby face pop on their return that I was just thinking about? Tim. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Oh what do we got? What do we got for the this week? I don't know, but I'm looking at Jericho covered in blood who was trying to hang JBL from the ropes, like boss man type hang from the top of a cage. Oh Jesus. Dude, I look at blood now completely differently and like I man, I missed it. I I love seeing blood and wrestling and everything. I think it adds to a storyline, but after watching the Nigel McGuinness special, I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm cool with never seeing blood. That that's fine. Yeah, I was like I was thinking about that the other day, and I was just like, you don't need to, I think it was like the, I think it was the Becky Lynch, or maybe Shawn Michaels or something, they were showing, I can't remember what, but, I was like, I, I'm okay with them not, you know, purposely blading and shit, but like, if there's blood, just fucking show it. Yeah. Like, it just, it's so obvious when you go to fucking black and white, it's just like, so, it looks so stupid. Just like, just let it be, like, that's fucking natural people bleed people bleed that happens and if you're you're gonna do it black and white just do the whole fucking thing it's like when they were showing the becky lynch uh invasion they were going from like when she wasn't on the screen it was in color and then they show her it's black and white because she was bleeding it's like one or the other which i don't get like so you don't see red so you still see them covered you just don't see the red who cares yeah i know what difference does it make Colorblind people don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like... No, you're correct. They don't. Yeah, I, just, I, like... guess, I, I guess I didn't expect that. <laughs> that one kind of snuck up on me. <laughs> I mean, they see the same shit all the time, too. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Whatever. It's stupid. So... News and rumors this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jericho was talking about AEW this week. Some of us already knew this, but apparently he revealed that he originally pitched a match with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, uh, Intercontinental Champ versus Intercontinental Champ. And uh, Vince apparently thought about it. He was like, oh, uh, I don't know. And then he just didn't get back to, Jer- to Jericho. <laughs> They just ghosted him. <laughs> Left him on red. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, uh, Vince. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said he originally pitched the the, uh, the Jericho Cruise to NXT instead of Ring of Honor. But uh, they declined. So it's, in- it's interesting to note that if NXT did ex- like do that, then... Jericho would probably not be in AEW right now. Right. Now. <clears throat> right. He also revealed that he, uh, before he got an offer from All Elite, he got a an offer from Impact. And he, he almost signed with Impact. He got, like, mm-hmm. a pretty sweet offer. And then All Elite came in and kind of yeah. swept him away. I don't know. Jericho just has like something different about him. Like how how big of his de- how big of a deal was it when All Elite just you know revealed they signed him last week? You know, it was huge. It was uh, I think I mean it was up there with Hogan going to WCW. I think like as far as like making it be such a big deal about it. 
<clears throat> like, because WCW is just kind of like still like I mean they were still obviously the number two promotion at the time, but still like nobody gave a fuck right. comparatively to WWE, and they got the biggest star in like the history of the wrestling, and they're like then it was like oh this kind of is a, 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 a thing. And now, like, AEW, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Cody, Young Bucks, I mean, they're they're pretty cool. Like, this could be, yeah, they got a billionaire behind them. That could be interesting. And then they signed Chris Jericho, who's one of the greatest of all time. And, like, such a pop icon. And it's like, oh. Oh. This is, this is a thing. Okay. They, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's big. Like, you know Jericho isn't just going to go into something half-assed or, like, I mean, obviously, he says he didn't do it for the money, but, you know, it's not like he's getting paid in pennies, so. Obviously, yeah. there, there was some money, and there was a good amount of money involved. Well, I mean, and they have a, granted, WWE has a billionaire, but, I mean, backing them, but so does All Elite. That's a whole different, I mean, look how different Impact is from All Elite, too. Like, Impact at a time, I mean, how many times in the last couple of years have they changed, you know, TV channels? But also, there was a time week to week where they didn't know if they were still going to be in operation. Oh, I know. Because they just didn't have the funding that WWE does. All Elite has this billionaire behind it. I mean, that, it could be a big deal. And the last billionaire to run a wrestling organization, high Ted Turner. And it was the Monday Night Wars. Look how big of a deal that was. WCW versus WWE, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. It may not even happen where it, you know, all elite gets to that level, but it's going to be, it's going to be cool to see as a wrestling fan, how things kind of fall out. And I know if Tim was here, he'd be like, nah, they're fucking stupid. Everybody's leaving, which I guess is like a, a good, another good kind of news rumor deal. There's been a lot of rumors and some even knocked down that a lot of wrestlers are asking for their releases. Now, uh, the revival has, um, Mike Kanellis and Maria, although Maria kind of turned slam that on um, was it her Instagram? I think. Yeah, Maria said that she didn't, but it's. I've heard from a lot, of, a lot of sources that Mike Canales did, but not, maybe not Maria. Huh. I wonder. I wonder if they did that purposely so that she could kind of throw people off the scent, or at least I. I don't know. That would make. That would make no sense that they wouldn't be on the same page. Yeah, and I I don't know if the Revival actually asked for their release, but I think a lot of people... The, what I heard was people were worried that they might leave. Not, like... They were worried that they might leave after their contract or whatever. Not necessarily they asked for their release, but I don't know when their contract expires. <clears throat> I'm sure that there's other people who have either asked for their release or spec or speculated about possibly leaving or whatever. Well, there's more rumors too that, uh, Andrade, who is not CN Almas anymore, but he's just Andrade. Not Big, that he asked biggest for his news, release. Biggest news of the week. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. That's how quiet it's been. Biggest news of the week. Andrade CN Almas is now Andrade. Uh, but he apparently uh, is has been rumored to tell a couple of indie stars, uh, one of which being, I think, Dragon Lee, um, that WWE is, quote, not all it's cracked up to be. 
Yeah, I heard that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he rec- there was rumors he requested his release, what, like two, three months ago? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it happens a lot, you know? People ask for... Well, it's, it's just like any relationship, you know? You threaten to break up with someone, and then you work it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shit happens like that, you know? That's true. They yeah. Make Every- everybody fights. Everybody fights, and then they have makeup sex, and everything's fine again. <laughs> I think I, I think Andrade was just kind of... I mean, he was reportedly unhappy in NXT at some point. But I think that was before he got Zelina Vega and then got the NXT title. <laughs> and then surprisingly, yeah, he was okay with everything. <laughs> Well, and then I was just reading uh, something earlier, too, where he was kind of saying the same thing. Like, he was unhappy. And, I mean, now, look, he's pinned Rey Mysterio two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Last week or this past week on one-on-one action. Spoiler alert. So, I don't know. Good to see him kind of moving up the ranks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. One thing that people need to kind of pump the brakes on is... Uh... Yeah, all elite. It's awesome. It could. It's a nice alternative, but that's not. It's not gonna be WWE like yet. I mean, I don't even say yet, but it's not even gonna come come close to competing with WWE for a while, if it does. Yeah, like, I mean, and if if there are, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't know you were <clears throat> not done. No, it's just there's like a big difference between a billionaire owning a company. In a billion dollar company. Like WWE totally. made a billion dollar the company has made a billion dollars, not just run by a billionaire. That's what all elite is right now. It's run it's being run by a billionaire, but the, the company hasn't done shit. Like they don't even have a wrestling ring yet. Like that's let's like let's chill out for a minute. Oh, I was gonna say something and I forgot. Oh, I think if there are WWE stars that are planning, like, thinking of All Elite and like, hmm, I'm not really doing anything now. Maybe, maybe I should jump ship. I mean, I, you know what? Props, props to the people that have balls enough to risk it all and go for it. But if it's me and I know that I have like, I would say secure job. I'm sure no job is ever secure, like, especially in WWE, but like. If I have a secure job, if I have a paycheck coming from Vince, I'm, you know, I'll keep an eye on All Elite, see how it's going, but I'm not going to, before before they've even had one event, turn around and be like, yeah, I want my release to go to these guys. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, it's a kind of a wait and see. Like, I, if it, yeah, like, it was me, I'd probably wait a, like a year to see, like, oh, how, is, how are they doing now? Like, is how's the potential look? Whereas, like... I mean, if it's somebody who literally gets doesn't get used at all, like I don't know, like a primo or an epico, and like yeah, I just want to wrestle. Then like okay, I can understand. But someone like a Zack Ryder, who yeah, he's not getting utilized, but he's been with the company for fucking ten year over ten years. It's like, mm-hmm. Are you really just gonna leave the job you've had for ten years to, for something that might or might not work out, like? You gotta be smarter than that. Same with like Dolph Ziggler. Like he's not gonna risk some all that shit for something that may or may not work out. Well, and he was another one, not necessarily rumored to be thinking about jumping ship, but also 
Uh, I think Dragon <clears throat> gave us a headline earlier this week that he is rumored to have turned down a producer role backstage, which I don't... The dude is still, like, killer in ring. Why are you offering him producer roles? I mean, I guess he could double dip, but why, why are you thinking about him as a not-in-ring talent when he can still go, still put on great matches, still is putting on good matches? Granted, he hasn't been on TV for a couple weeks, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. It's, it's very strange. Well, that's why we call it rumors, because <laughs> it's not like we have somebody on the inside that's styling us up. Until until you become a part of creative. Yeah. Yeah. We're all living off of a fucking... That nerd's word. Yeah. The nerd word. Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, there's definitely people I'd like... I think it'd be kind of cool to see them hop to a... All Elite if it ends up being something, but right now... Mm. Plus, I also heard that a lot of people thought Mike Kanellis, if he did get released, would, wouldn't would go to AEW. He'd go back to Ring of Honor. I mean, that would make sense. That's where he made a huge name for himself. And even, you could say, same with Maria. Yeah, she had, like, a name in WWE, but... I don't know. I mean, you watch 205 Live more than Tim and I. Have they been featured? Have they been doing all right on there, does it seem? Or I, I mean, have, it seemed like they were out for a couple weeks, but... I haven't watched the last few weeks, but when the last time I saw them, they were on it. They were in, like, a feud with uh, the Loser House Party. <sighs> with um, He had, like, an alliance with TJP. Which, that's the one thing that's really weird about 205 Live. It's, like, they have all these, like, alliances like Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy have like a a deal they had Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick for a while now it's Jack Gallagher and uh, Drew Gulak and there's Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander it's Kendrick and Tozawa now right yeah yeah, yeah. Kendrick and Tozawa yeah um who's the newest one? Oh, uh Hideo Tommy and uh Arya Davari it's so strange that like they all just get like paired up randomly <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I, that's the that's like my one like thing about two hundred five live that bugs the hell out of me. It's like why we pair everybody up. I, I mean, I guess it helps get more people on TV, but like, what the fuck? It's not the tag team division. Maybe that's. It's kind of like what they did with the, the women's division for a while, and it's like they just randomly pair like. Oh, Mickey James is with Alexa Bliss now. Oh no, it's Mickey and uh, Alicia Fox. And well, and that's what I, I was about to say. Maybe they're either thinking of introducing like two hundred five tag titles, or they just want to kind of be able to, I don't know, groom a tag team to move up to the main roster from two hundred five Live, and you know, have more uh, a deeper tag division, maybe. But then you're going to kill the two hundred five division. So, yeah, I hope not. It's yeah, it's really weird. They they do that shit in NXT with the women too a lot actually even more though than the main roster. It's like oh somebody has to have like a a buddy. They love the buddy system. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody goes this alone. Nobody still unless you're Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Currently got on Royal Rumble 2014 and um, wow this is quite a what a match I rarely ever seen Randy Orton versus John Cena. I'm surprised they haven't oh, done wow. this match more. 
Dude, they should, like, you know, they should bring Cena back for, like, a quick run. I mean, I know he's back for the Rumble, but maybe if he's back for a few weeks or a couple months post-Rumble before whatever his next movie or show comes out is, they should do uh, a Cena and Orton feud. I, I feel like that'd be fresh. That, Like they said a few weeks ago, it'd be fresh, new, and exciting. Yeah. It's what we want. <laughs> I... <laughs> Obviously, I, I know you're joking, but I actually wouldn't hate if they did Cena versus Orton at Mania this year. I'd, I'd, I'd punch my eyeballs out for that one match. I wouldn't hate it. It's, it's never happened. Uh, <laughs> you're right. It hasn't happened at Mania, but it's happened at every other fucking event. Oh, I know. I would rather Cena, you know, we both follow this, uh, this dude. I forget his Twitter handle, but we both follow this guy who posts, it's Dream something, WWE R Dream or whatever, is it? Oh, yeah, it's a chick. Oh, whoops. Oh, that's even better. Man, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because it's, it's really awesome content. Yeah, and really awesome, shit. like, yeah, some some cool, like, I don't know if she makes them, but, like, some cool videos, like, what if what if Vince did this? And it's, uh, one example was Kenny Omega's uh, <laughs> theme and Tron come up, and then it turns into a record rip and Ziggler coming out. Um yeah. Or, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, Hogan's theme and Tron start, and then it flips into the, the dreams. Not mm-hmm. not the American or WWE R dream on Twitter, but the Velveteen dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's really good content. Go follow her. Maybe we can get her on the podcast someday. But um, I, I actually tried. I'm not... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any, any response. Uh, well, that's a bummer. But anyway, she still has really good content, even though she blew Derek off. Um, maybe I'll try. <laughs> she probably will. Oh, the radio guy, yeah. Oh, wait, you're you're the you're the dude that looks like a like real life leprechaun? Yeah, fuck that guy with 13 abs and muscles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she uh she posted a meme that was like four selections for Cena matches. One was with EC3, one was with the Velveteen Dream, one was with Daniel Bryan, and I forget the fourth. But I know you responded with Brian. I responded with an option E saying Drew McIntyre would be great. But I, I would like to see Cena in a match where he elevates talent, not where it's, you know, something we've already seen. Even if, it was, even if it's been like a good five to seven years, it, it might not even have been that long since we've seen it. Seen it. Yeah, I know. I was trying to make something with it. but <laughs> But the thing is, we can't see it because Cena's in it. Ah! Uh, since, since we're so close uh, to have been talking about all elite wrestling, uh, I I feel like I'm going to butcher this dude's last name, but Matt Sinertia, um, uh, a good brother from the the group that we can't talk about because it's a secret. Um, he wants to know if we think all elite wrestling will drive Ring of Honor out of business. No. I don't think so either. I think they'll kind of eventually work in kind. I know right now it's kind of like a sketchy deal where like Ring of Honor and New Japan are working together. And I think we had talked about it, I think, last week or the week before. I think New Japan and All Elite are going to work together. But right now, All Elite and Ring of Honor aren't. Is that right? As of right now, yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think eventually they'll hit that point. I mean, we've, we've seen Impact and WWE work together. And I can think of Christian... Off, off the top of my head, where like they <laughs> the Christian for Ric Flair trade. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How bizarre was that? Oh my god! We need Ric Flair for the Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll give you anybody you want. Just six, <laughs> anybody but John Cena. Okay, cool. So like Undertaker's on the board. Triple H. Um, yeah, Randy Orton. Cool. Uh, we'll take Christian. <laughs> right. Like, like Jay Riso. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it makes sense, honestly, uh, from their uh, perspective, because, you know, he was a champion. But, I mean, how big of a deal would it have been if, like, a John Cena popped up? Like, Dixie (laughs) Dixie Carter is just apparently a big, uh, she really likes Christian. Uh, Well, and that's why why she doesn't have shit to do with the company anymore. I mean, notice, I love Christian, but I feel like you could have aimed a little higher. Right. At least Dixie Carter believed in Christian. She would have given him that one more match. Man, still waiting for it. I know. I'm with you, though. I, I don't think they're going to put them out of business. I think I think All Elite is going to... Look, it's like, it's like any competition out there, whether it's, you know, the same type of business, whether it's radio, whether it's TV, whether it's, you know, the wrestling industry. I feel like, I feel like right now... WWE has obviously had its path for a while, and they're kind of going on a new one, hopefully with the younger stars and everything, and and they're in their lane. Ring of Honor has been in their lane for a while. Same thing with New Japan, and I guess they're kind of sharing lanes. They're like, I feel like right now New Japan and Ring of Honor are, you know, those motorcyclists that ride two by two in one lane. I feel like that's them. (laughs) Uh, And I feel like... That's an excellent analogy. uh, Thank you. Uh, you know, impacts in the breakdown lane, trying to figure themselves out, and I feel like all elites coming on the on ramp, and they're gonna they're gonna choose their lane. And I think you know, I don't think they're gonna put anybody out of business. I don't think anybody's gonna put anybody anybody else out of business, like we saw WWE put WCW out of business, at least not for a long while. Yeah, no, I mean, Ring of Honor, they, I think they'll suffer from it for sure. Just because I think that's the easiest, like transition, but right. again, but again, like we, like we were saying with the WWE talent, like I think there's like probably going to be quite a few people who are ring, in Ring of Honor who are going to be like, want, kind of on the wait and see method with All Elite because, yeah, I'm sure it'd be easier for easy for them to go back to Ring of Honor, but like someone like a Jay Lethal, like he's, I doubt he's going to want to jump ship until he's got a that like a real idea of like what's going to happen and like uh and kind of speaking of like all this non-wwe stuff lucha underground i was reading they're kind of in a fucked up situation they're like basically like legally holding their talent hostage oh ivalice right yeah ivalice um Fuck, who else? Was it Joey Ryan? Oh, uh, maybe. I think it may have been Joey Ryan who was saying that, too. And like, yeah, they're basically, like, technically under contract, but since they haven't, like, decided on whether they're going to have a new season or not, they're just kind of in limbo for, like, over a year. And, like, she, she's so limited, at least I'm saying she's so limited on what she can do. Like, she just wants to get out. And Joey Ryan, I think, was saying he's in a similar situation. I knew about Eva Lee. I didn't know about Joey Ryan. That sucks. But I saw I saw Joey Ryan pop up in 
something with Hangman Page like a couple different times. I think Hangman posted it. Yeah, uh, bar. I think it was the bar wrestling, but like that's Joey Ryan's thing. Like that's his. Oh uh, yeah. And I'm sure there's other other people who. That's like as from what I've seen, like who's on the ground is awesome. But as far as like contracts, it seems like it's pretty fucked up. Like, like yeah, the, like, I don't. Even, they don't even know if they're gonna have any more seasons of it. But they're like, well, we might. So you're stuck. We're thinking yeah, about it, so... That whole thing seems just so... Like... God. Just fucked up. Yeah. There's a lot of talent there that... Like, fucking, uh... Well, he's not... I don't think he's there anymore, but Penta. I know he's in Impact now. Yeah, I think... I haven't seen him on there for a bit. I think Phoenix was in there, too. Uh, Lucha Brothers. Johnny... He, I think, was he Johnny? <laughs> he wasn't Johnny Lucha, I don't think. I don't Mundo. think he was Johnny Underground. Johnny Mundo. Oh, Mundo, that's right. You know, he's Impact Champion right now, so. Yeah, now he's Johnny Impact. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Johnny Johnny Elite. Coming to a, a wrestling ring <laughs> Oh my God, dude, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> he just goes to every, Johnny Japan. <laughs> Johnny New. Johnny, Johnny Honor. Oh my God. <laughs> Johnny Entertainment. I really, I really wish you <laughs> Johnny Dubs. I really wish he was Johnny Lucha now. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe he'll. Uh, maybe next season. Right. Uh, oh man. Anything else you got? Uh Saw a headline that it looks like KO, even though they brought it, it aired a Kevin Owens coming soon thing back in mid-December. Uh, it looks like they're not going to put him back on TV until after WrestleMania, which sucks because you know he won't he won't get that Mania paycheck. But I, I guess I'd rather that you know, especially since it's the biggest Raw of the year, rather you know a return there, which I feel like a lot of people kind of suspected anyway. Um. But I don't know. It's it'll be a bummer for him to miss out on that paycheck. But yeah, I originally heard February at the earliest. Yeah. So like, when I saw that saw those vignettes with him and Sammy, I was like, what? I mean, I know it said coming or return or coming soon or whatever or returning. Soon. Yeah. So like, obviously that could be anything. But I was like, that's that's a bit of a reach. Both of them had like double surgeries. <laughs> like it doesn't. I think I feel like that takes time. Yeah, that that just seemed they're not weird. John, they're not John Cena. That seemed weird, right? Who is though? That dude, honestly, I don't know what I don't know what it is about him or his body, but the, the that sounded like fucking awkward phrasing to start. So let me finish this really quick. I don't know how he's been able to like recover from injuries so quickly. Oh, I know that all the, all the time, even like at his age now. It's crazy, man. I mean, we were talking about it before because you were watching 08, but like, yeah, his torn pectoral, like, they obviously could like embellish a little bit, but even like with the return time, but I'm pretty sure they said nine months and he was back in three, like three and a half or whatever. Like, even if they embellished a little bit, that's still so quick. I know. Like, oh man. But yeah. Oh, anyway, oh, brother. 
All right. You want to hop in? You want to hop in a raw? Finally, forty-five minutes into this thing. <laughs> yeah, let's get into a raw. Is Balor, huh? Dude, I honestly, and I am the first person to shit all over raw, and I'll, I'll do it while it's happening to you guys in our chat. I and I think I even said it Tuesday morning. Something crazy happened last night. I didn't hate raw. Yeah, I. Uh, I'll be honest. other than the opening. Uh, yes. Although the opening was necessary in the long term. Right. But yeah. I yeah, I honestly I enjoyed Raw more this week than SmackDown. Which very, very rarely happens. Uh you know what? I, I kind of agree. I think I'm right there with you, honestly. And, and SmackDown was good this week. You know. Mm-hmm. I yeah, Raw I think maybe just because when it was unexpected, but Yeah. It um It was good. Fucking Finn Balor, man, have a week, bro. Seriously, pop up out of nowhere at uh, it, NXT UK TakeOver, what was it, Liverpool? Blackpool. Blackpool, yeah. Yeah. One, um, one of the pools. Gets one of the biggest pops in a long time. Oh, my God, yeah. Hops on a plane, comes back to the States, and uh, is, has a fucking hell of a raw. Banger of a night. Dude, and, like, you got to think about that. On, so I don't know what time it was and what day it was technically when it was happening when we were watching it. Well, it had to be Saturday night because, you know, they usually do. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I think remember that that I, I don't know what like his full name was, but I think DX used him a lot like the big dick dude that would dance oh. around and like a. Yeah, he, he's the uh, he's the head writer for Lucha Underground, I think. Yeah, well, it makes sense now. Santino brought him out, like Maria was out, like I said, and Ashley Mazzaro came out, and they were doing their thing. So I don't know what they were talking about. I'm watching on mute. But Santino came out with somebody under, like, a cloth and un- unclothed him, and it's this dude in a half-cut Brady shirt with a big pat symbol on his fat fucking belly, and uh, on the ass of his tights, it says 19-0, and, and he was just, like, dancing around. <laughs> anyway, really sidetracked really easily on that one. Um, the, uh, shit, what was I talking about now? <laughs> um, ba- oh, uh, NXT UK. Oh, yeah, I still don't remember. Oh, yeah, so, it, you know, you got to figure it's, it's Saturday night there in, in, in Blackpool. Because we're watching Saturday afternoon. So after his match, probably hops on a flight. I don't know how long a flight is to London, but I mean, it's got to be at least 12 hours. And he wrestles two matches on Raw on Monday. Like, the dude had to be jet lagged as hell, and he still freaking crushed it. I suppose yeah, that's man. like their everyday life, but still. Yeah, this is true. But, yeah, man, he. Finn Balor. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure people already watched it, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, big news is Braun Strowman is out of the Universal title match at Royal Rumble, and Finn Balor is in. Yeah, man, which I I love. I love so much because I feel like they're going to have, and I guess, I don't know if it was you said it or I read it somewhere, that um, it was because Lesnar loved the way the matches with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan went that he he wanted Balor. Yeah, that's what I that's what I've heard is that uh basically they kind of realized that oh yeah, Brock's still going to be champion most likely and 
Braun's already lost to him a bunch of times. We probably shouldn't do that again. I guess they finally realized what we all already knew. And called an audible. Plus, there's there's speculation that Braun might not even be cleared yet. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of what I figured when they you know took him out of the title picture. But I just I hope and I fear this. I fear that it means that I think we all know that Lesnar's going over Balor at the Rumble. What a fucking shock it would be if he doesn't. But I feel like. Lesnar goes over Balor at the Rumble, and then I fear that they have Braun win the Rumble and then put the title on him. I I don't, which I just I don't care anymore. I don't care about seeing Braun versus Brock. I don't care about seeing Braun finally beat Brock, and I don't care about Braun as a Universal Champion anymore. I would much rather see that spot go to go to Seth Rollins. I still think it's going to be Rollins. I don't even know. I for some reason feel like I don't think Braun's going to even be in the Rumble. I mean, he might not. If he if he got written out of the... Uh, actually, that makes sense. I don't know why I just said, oh, yeah, I think he's not cleared. Why the, why the fuck would he be in the Rumble if he's not in his Rumble match anymore? Never mind. I didn't think that out. I just... I'm bummed because I was hoping Balor would win and then challenge Brian for the WWE title and move over to SmackDown. Yeah, that, Finn Balor was my pick to win the Rumble because that's what I thought was going to happen. Same. Um, dude, unless <laughs> unless it happens, I mean, we said from the start of the year that, you know, we've heard Balor's in for a huge push. Unless they have Balor lose, put him in the Rumble, and he wins, and he goes, tries to go against Brian. I don't think they would do that. I think they would give it to, uh, I would say, Rollins. Who won last year? Nakamura. And he was on SmackDown, yeah, so they'll probably give it to Raw. Because I don't think they would have... Two SmackDown winners in a row. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think Finn Balor getting put in the that uh, Universal Title match for me almost solidifies Rollins winning the the Men's Rumble. Oh, totally. Because who else? Who else do you give it to? If if Lesnar's still going to be champ, you're going to have a face win. And if you're not going to have Balor win it, because he's going to have the title match that night. The only other person I could see winning is McIntyre. I know, but I don't... But even uh, then, it's like... Because Brock can work either. You know, he can be a tweener or a heel. Yeah. But still, I just I don't think they're gonna, they would go with McIntyre versus Lesnar at Mania. Yeah, I think I think McIntyre needs... And that's, that's why I was saying... I think uh, back to that, the girl on Twitter, I think, you know, I had said I'd love to see Cena and McIntyre. Cena is capable of giving McIntyre a good match, and it'd be a big win on a big stage for McIntyre, and I think bring him up to that next level. Yeah, I, th- I think you'll either see McIntyre Cena or McIntyre Strowman, because I don't think there's anything else, like, worthy of McIntyre. Yeah. He's got to be in a... A pretty big spot. I, or maybe, maybe Taker. If he's gonna wrestle at Mania, McIntyre Taker. Yeah. You would have to put McIntyre over though. Do you think Taker would? I mean, I feel like Taker's always good about putting stars over. But 
I feel like at Mania, it's a different game. And at one point, I mean, he's had two losses at Mania. At one point, at what point, not one point, at what point do you have Taker lose again and be like, all right, well, a match against Taker at Mania doesn't mean anything anymore because, you know, he keeps losing. Granted, it's it's what a twenty-two and three. It it would be like a twenty-two and three or a twenty-three and three record, which is still huge. But I don't know. I mean, what was it? He was twenty-one and zero, mm-hmm. and then twenty-one and one, and then twenty-two and one. Did he yeah. hit twenty-three and one? And then no, it was twenty-two and one. And then I think he lost to Roman. To Roman, and then he beat Cena, so he's twenty-three and two. But you got to figure in the last five years, he's lost twice. It's like, does that does having him, un- unless you make McIntyre look like a beast and Taker somehow squeak out the win? But I feel like, I don't know. I like I get worried about that because a match against Taker is a big deal. But I feel like with him getting older, that is becoming less of a big deal because. He's, and I mean, it's no, it's, it's not his fault. It's just an age factor. Like his work is declining. So it's like, and I think that's kind of why they gave him Cena because Cena can eat a loss and Cena can eat a squash loss and still be fine. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like we're at that point with the Taker Mania match where it's, eh, on paper and like thinking about it, man, a match against Taker is a big deal. But then when you get in the ring and you see it happen, you're like, Oh fuck, he's old. Yeah. And like, and I, I like, I feel bad cause I'm not trying to listen. That dude is in way better shape and moving around at, you know, 50 than I am at 35 right now. But I just, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like, at some point, you don't necessarily damage Taker's legacy, but it just it doesn't benefit opponents like it used to. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> I would rather see McIntyre versus Cena or uh, versus even Strowman, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just trying to think of Taker matches too. I mean, if like you could do Demon Balor versus Taker. See, I feel like that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, that's one As thing of, that people have been wanting. Yeah. I mean, that was like the dream. As soon as Balor showed up with the, as a with the Demon Paint in NXT, we were like, "Oh, we got to see that versus Undertaker." Mhm. After everything that I just freaking said, Never mind. The the fan in me wants... I would love to see that. And honestly, maybe... Oh, you call Taker the demon, the phenom, whatever. And there's... I don't know. They called Kane the demon. Because there was the demon king and then the demon Kane, which is stupid. Oh, I know. But whatever. I, I think... Oh, fuck. Have Demon Balor retire Taker. Fuck it. I'm saying it. Do it. Vince, fucking pull the trigger. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Billy Gunn pinned Cody Rhodes to win the uh, tag titles, and now and now he works for Cody Rhodes. Ah, <laughs> uh, how times change. No shit, right? Um, do you th- do you think Balor has any chance of winning the title 
at the Rumble? <laughs> no. I mean, I... Although, and I was thinking of this while we were just talking, how cool would it be if we got, like, a, quote, SummerSlam rematch between Rollins and Balor? Because, oh, I mean, that was, a, that was a good match. Yeah, it'd be dope. I mean, they had some. They had a couple of good Intercontinental title matches, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be... I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I do think there's a chance. I could see them doing it for shock factor. Right, and that's that's the only way that I think it would happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but let me say that if it did, I would love every single second of it. I I wouldn't sit there and be like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, fuck. I don't think it's yeah. I don't. I think it's going to be the same recipe as Brian and AJ, where Balor comes extremely close and looks. Ex- Extremely good, but just falls short. Yeah. Although, I mean, third time's a charm, so to speak, with the smaller guys. AJ came close. Brian came closer. I mean, I guess I guess it's, it's going to be, no matter what the result is, it should be a banger of a match, which I'm, I'm psyched to watch. I'm psyched for it to happen. But... I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it. I just feel like it's pretty predictable that Lesnar will win. The shock factor will have Finn win. But, I mean, at the same time, how many times will WWE put a smaller guy up against Lesnar, put in a position where it looks like maybe they'll pull off the shock shock win and then they don't? It's like lather, rinse, repeat. You know what I mean? Uh, I still think. I mean, it's it's most likely going to be Brock. Oh, without a doubt. Like I ninety nine point nine percent believe it's Brock, but point one percent thinks it could be Balor and hopes. But I mean, it won't be. Yeah, I mean, him just getting in that in this match is pretty big in itself. Um, let's see what else do we have. Oh, um, new Intercontinental Champion. You know, I'm psyched about that. I'm psyched for my man. <laughs> you do it okay. <laughs> the almighty <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Big my man. No, yeah, I think that was a great move. Rollins didn't need it. Dean didn't need it. Um, Lashley needed it. Big, he need he needed that a big win. He need, needed yeah. some sort of I don't I guess title, but like yeah, I think it fits him right now. And I think Leo is the manager of the Intercontinental Champion is just going to be solid gold. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, it's solid twenty four year old piece of gold. Yeah, I was just going to say that too. I couldn't um, remember if he was twenty three or twenty four. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was a really good move. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, there's a lot of possibilities going forward. I mean, we were talking about Kevin Owens earlier. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect return feud for him since Lashley took him out. I, honestly, I hope they have Lashley hold on to the title for a while. I hope he holds on to it. Honestly, I know we were just talking about you know, rumors that Owens would come back after Mania. I hope... Lashley does he like he becomes so dominant over the next couple months that he gets cocky, 
does an open challenge, like, ah, oh, man, I've beat everybody, so anybody else that wants to come out, get beat. And you bring Owens out as a surprise mania opponent and win it. Mm-hmm. He gets his retribution. I mean, they could still feud. And then, um, you know, Owens is back at a point when we don't expect it. What else do we have? Oh. Uh, Sasha is back to form on the mic. I, I love that they're letting her be NXT Sasha. Oh, yeah. With her going back and forth with uh, Ronda. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not getting Sasha Banks. We're getting Salsa Banks, as we used to refer to her in NXT, because she, her attitude is spicy. We got that spicy Sasha Banks back. I love it. This is what we've been craving for the last four years. Finally. It's she's what bad. she's needed so bad because she's if they if they weren't gonna turn her heel against Bailey, this is exactly what they should be doing with her. And it's kinda I know last week I said that oh man, you know, she tweeted out like she sounded like Becky Lynch. It's she feels more like Sasha and maybe I know you're gonna eventually marry her and make little Derek and Sasha babies with her when she's done her practice marriage. But um she she, she she like maybe she like she's always she has always been like this and maybe we've forgotten and Becky could have Becky's perfect right now, but you know Sasha is can run parallel. I don't think she's ripping Becky off. This is just it's been so long since we've seen this Sasha that man I I'm with you dude I love it I, I'm loving every every minute of it I'm gonna love her losing and then tagging up with Bailey and again and. Being Salsa Banks, one half of the women's tag team champions. Yeah, man. Um, she. It's it's so funny too, because like I feel like so many people were hating on Sasha Banks for a while here, and now, <laughs> and now that she, she's ripping on Ronda, everybody's like, "Oh, we love Sasha again. I hope she wins the title." Oh yeah, do you now? Now, fickle. Yeah, fickle. It's going to be funny because I guarantee you that crowd is going to be like very pro Sasha. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, like we said last week, this is going to be an amazing match, I think, with her and Ronda. But yeah, this there. She was on Edward Christian's podcast this week and she was talking about how she has no she doesn't have any fear about going to Vince and, you know, making changes to like promos to right. fit her character now. And it's shown the last couple of weeks because. Even more so this week. Because last week she obviously had that amazing bitch what line line. But this week it was just like the whole promo was just so sassy and so Sasha. That this was what we, we've been waiting to hear from her forever. Like I feel like we've been getting so much Mercedes in her promos yeah. and not enough Sasha Banks. Which is like, it's okay to hear every now and then. You're like, oh yeah, she was this big fan and she loves Eddie Guerrero and she's Soup Dog's cousin, all that. But it's like, no, we want to hear the fucking boss. And this is who we're getting. And it's long overdue. And that's the one thing I hate about when NXT superstars go up to the main roster is it's like, I don't, I don't get why and I don't run the company and I'm not in creative. So maybe there's a method behind their madness that just keeps failing, but I don't get why you, you take what got a superstar over enough to bring them to the main roster, like a Sasha, 
like a Nakamura, like a Ty Dillinger, like anybody, and then you fucking neuter them when they get up there. You completely change their character. Like with Bailey. Like, Bailey was over, like, Rover, whatever the stupid fucking corny saying is. She was hugely over, and then for a long-ass time, nobody gave a fuck because they fucked up her character. Like, yeah. why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I get that you're appealing to, like, a mass audience instead of a, a niche audience, but who's, who's to say that the mass audience won't dig that character the same way that everybody else did? That's what got them to the fucking dance. Why are you going to mess with it? Yeah, that's, that's is one of the most annoying parts. And the thing with Bailey too was like she, they just gave her way too much success too soon on the main roster. Like the the yeah, main reason people loved that up. the main people reason people loved Bailey so much was because of the underdog factor and like how we saw her sh- come up and struggle from NXT and then she gets to the main roster and she wins the title within like six months and we're like wait now like she's not really an underdog anymore she's the champion like just like that. And then you put, then you have that fucking "this is your life" thing, and that just, just that just ruined her for like so a year. Dumb. Like she's finally back, I think, like to where she was before, which is gr- I'm shocked that she even got back to that point. I mean, credit to her because that takes talent. Because she was, man, I think like people were saying, send her back to NXT, and now they're not, which is good. Yeah, no, I think it was just the fact that she lost a lot, honestly. Yeah, and like. She kind of remained under the ro- under the radar for a bit, because like right now, like she still gets she gets good pops now, and like kids still love her. So, like she's, I think it's just them doing a lot less with her is really what helped. And I think a lot of people got on her side when she beat the shit out of Sasha. <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I I think it's great. I hope to god this leads to more big thing big things for sasha as you pointed out earlier um they revealed the uh the new tag titles they look I, sexy as they fuck. look dope yeah i love them i was worried about how they come out because i'm not i i do think the i think the smackdown tag titles for whatever reason maybe it's the blue background and the silver granted the the raw tag titles are silver too but i think they look better than when it was like uh, the black strap and the the copper oh, like the, face those, plates. Oh, those are t- the big awful. pennies. Yeah, those are yeah. terrible. I do think they look better now than they did before. But man, the tag title, the the women's tag titles look awesome. I really wish they would have gone with the more traditional like '90s tag title look. But I I love the way these look. So yeah, the tag titles. Uh, they announced Elimination Chamber, six which is teams, cool. Three yeah, man. Side. That's really cool. Although it is very interesting that. They're they're having the tag team titles in an elimination match chamber match, which doesn't involve any tagging whatsoever. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> semantics, I suppose. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Uh, you got to go back in the pod. You weren't tagged yet, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's just really <clears throat> fun. it's just really funny. Yeah, we're going to uh, introduce the new tag team champions in a match that doesn't involve any tagging whatsoever. In a tornado-style match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's going to be fucking dope, though. I'm excited for that. The one, yeah, it'll be it'll be great. The tag team uh, Elimination Chamber match they had a few years ago was awesome. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I feel like with the SmackDown side, though, it, it's back to NWO days. Like, who's the third man? Who's the third team? I know. It's, <laughs> it's you got Mandy and Sonya and um, the Iconics. Iconics, my, yeah. My guess is Naomi and Carmella. Which I, I could agree on, but they've never really been teamed up before. Like, if you told me Naomi and Asuka, like, if Asuka wasn't the champion, then I think it would seem... I don't know, man. I think maybe we get a surprise team. Because I feel like I feel like they're not going to want to throw a team together. Like, we've seen we've seen the Iconics together for a while. We've seen uh, Mandy and Sonya together for a while. On the Raw side, we've seen Bailey and Sasha together for a while. We've seen, you know, two or three of the Riot Squad together. And we've seen... Who's the third, third team that I'm forgetting? Nia and Tamina. Yeah. So, we, like, we've seen them together for a while. But, I mean, it would just feel like Carmella and Naomi were thrown together, which I feel like they would want to... I don't know, man. Well, the only, the only reason I'm, I say that is because last week it was supposed to be on a SmackDown, Carmella versus Sonya Deville, which that match never happened. But obviously Naomi has this shit going on with Mandy, who's uh, Mandy and Sonya are obviously a thing. So I feel like Carmella right. kind of gets involved... In that somehow, because she's supposed to, she, her and Sonya were talking trash on Twitter because they never even had their match or whatever. Plus, I feel like they're gonna want to have like the biggest names possible. Carmella and Naomi are two former champions. Yeah, that makes sense actually. There's Unless what, like four or five weeks until Elimination Chamber, my guess is they'll probably. My guess is so wait. So this week, I just saw, spoil, I don't even say spoiler, but they announced uh, Mandy versus Naomi on SmackDown next week. And they had they had Sonya in Mandy's corner in the graphic. So my guess is Carmella somehow like makes a save or whatever, and then leads to a tag team match between those two. And then they're like, oh yeah, Carmella and Naomi are a tag team now, because they, te- they teamed together once. <laughs> yeah, they're the yeah. fabulous, they're, they're fabulous glow. Oh, they would fucking name it that, too. The Fabulous uh, Glow. <laughs> Feel the Fab Glow. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because I don't, like, yeah, I don't know what, what other team they would use. I don't even know. Who, unless they go with Naomi and Lana. Because they've teamed together a couple times, but. I feel like you would rather have Carmella in that match than Lana. No disrespect, Lana. But. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, you would definitely want... I mean, look, at the end of the day, Carmella, and you can just look at it logically, Carmella has more in-ring reps. You can't see me, but I'm quoting with my fingers right now. In-ring reps than Lana has. So, I mean, it's no offense to Lana. She just hasn't gotten the experience that Carmella has, and Carmella's come a long way. Plus, I don't know if you know this or not, but Carmella's beaten Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Three times if you can count the Mixed Match Challenge. Ah, oh, that's right. The Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. Um, sp- speaking of that uh, that uh, reveal of the tag titles. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's, the, let's, I'll talk about another reveal. What the fuck was with that Alexa Bliss segment with 
Dude, yeah, randomly. Uh, I, I got your coffee. I got your coffee. Oh, you're topless. What the <laughs> fuck, man? So random, but I mean, <laughs> I kind of get it now because I was apparently that that one clip had over three million views on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's I've read that like they want to start doing random like, you know, whoa, like can you believe that just happened? Moments, which I, I mean, I joked when it happened when we were. The thing I like is that we, like, we'll go back and forth while watching the episode in our chat. And I think I even said while we were watching the episode, I was like, what is this, the fucking attitude ever again? But yeah. they literally said, like, they want to start, like, working back in um, kind of, like, segments to make you go, whoa, like, yeah. shocking, surprising, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And they did it again on SmackDown with Mandy Rose. Like, that one... Her segment got more views than any other segment on SmackDown on YouTube, too, so... Well, yeah, no shit. She was in lingerie and has a killer fucking body. Facts. But with, that's funny, because I you said what I was thinking while you were watching that, because they kept plugging uh, that stupid reality show on USA after it, Temptation Island, where, like, you choose whether to be yes. a, a good person or a fucking scumbag and cheat on your fucking girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> like, they kept plugging it. And I think that segment went down, um, like, within 30 minutes of the show premiering. So, like, that segment happened, and then maybe 10 minutes later, they plugged it. And I'm like, fuck, did they do that as, like, kind of a precursor to that show coming up? And then you said, yo, did they do that segment just because, like, they're premiering the show next? Yeah, like, it just clicked with, clicked for a minute, and I was like, wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute. And they promoted it a couple times during the show. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, 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 is this? I bet I fucking bet it is. It's a nice they're a little tie-in. Uh, that just that whole setup seemed weird though. Like, what better way to ruin her life than to ruin her marriage? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, like I would What they what they should have done was send Jay. He ain't married. If I was Jay, I would have been like, yeah, uh, loose. Tag me in. Tag me in, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? Give me the hot tag. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I thought that would have been really funny. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, we saw some uh, NXT debuts. Debuts, as uh, Matt Riddle would call them. Uh, yes. Yes. Debuts. Debuts. Uh, Nikki Cross, <laughs> easily with the best one. Uh, Dude, she got she got married over the weekend to uh, oh, Killian yeah. Dane. Killian yeah, Dane. congratulations. So I would guess, spoiler alert, she got yeah. to, going to SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, she should anyway. They if they would have separated her from Sanity, that would have been such a stupid idea. Yeah, I I think that's why she had a match on Raw. It's because she was going to SmackDown to kind of throw him off the scent. Oh, totally. Or like, oh yeah, watch her in this match because she's not going to wrestle any of these people later. <laughs> Cherish uh, it while you have it. Yeah, the Lacey Evans one was weird. Like both, like she just ran like in the background on Raw, which you know that's oh nice little Easter egg kind of thing. But then on SmackDown, they showed her twice during the uh, was it the Becky Lynch match? Yeah, which is really weird. It was like once, okay, I can understand. But why are you showing her twice? Strange, but and then and then not doing anything with her after, just having her scout the match. Yeah, but like that's it. It's kind of weird. 
Yeah, and then the e- the EC3 on Raw was so dumb. Mm-hmm. Such a waste. Like, oh yeah, he's just in in the jobber line. <laughs> yeah. In the jobber line trying to become champion. Yeah. The his on SmackDown I thought was better used with him like posing in the mirror, which is way more EC3, but Totally. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I there's still a lot of shit going on with Lars Sullivan that we don't seem to know. What? Yeah, like he, I guess he's still, he, actually he's the only one of those packages that they've said is coming up. They're like, we haven't seen on either brand yet. Yeah. But like they, have, they have any, I don't remember seeing any of his like promo packages though last week on either Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's talk that he was like. He's been dealing with some like mental health issues, or like he had like panic attacks at the show, but then that came out that he wasn't even at the show. Huh. Or yeah, so I don't know what's going on with him. And then there was like there was a rumor that he was supposed to face Cena at WrestleMania, like that was like the big angle. And now like with that's probably not happening. I don't know what the fuck's going on with with Lars. Huh. I'm okay with not getting Lars or Cena though. I will say that right off the top. Yeah, I would much rather him. I'd much rather Cena, when I say him, face somebody better. Yeah, that seems like a waste of Cena. No, no offense to Lars, but some offense. Right. <laughs> yeah, some offense just because I, I don't think he's earned a Cena match yet. No, he hasn't earned shit. Yeah, I don't even think he's necessarily earned i i think they should have kept him down there longer i don't i don't know why they're bringing him up so soon but and that's I, I guess that's not a knock to him so much just that he's still pretty inexperienced yeah uh, just yeah leave him keep him away from cena thanks yeah. thanks guys all right <laughs> thanks thanks for listening to the number one wrestling podcast in the world yeah thanks guys all right speaking of cena he popped up, and I'm, I don't know what else he was talking about, but he said ruthless aggression, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the crowd really, un- the whole crowd understood what was happening, but I appreciated it. Yeah, no, that was cool, for sure. Uh, I took the pin from uh, Balor, put him over big time. You know, I and that's great. That's friggin' solid. And that's, that's what Cena should be doing, and at, like... I love that he he gets he he doesn't have the ego that Hogan did, and he's he's totally cool with putting new talent over because he knows at this point, you know, he's got he's half into a Hollywood career, a new career, and still half in his wrestling career, and you know he you can tell that he loves wrestling in WWE because he's you know putting the new crop over, which is cool. Oh yeah, he. Um... I mean, within the, what the last three weeks, he's heavily put over both Becky Lynch and Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Like those are that's pretty big. <laughs> I I appreciate it, John. I think every, we all do. Yeah, without a he, doubt. And he's yeah, and I'm glad he's at the point now where we aren't sick of seeing him. Like when he comes back, I'm like, oh shit, Cena's here. That's cool. I think we'd appreciate it a little more if you uh, shave your head. But you know, just a little, little shavy here, here. 
<laughs> then we really appreciate you. Uh, SmackDown. Yeah, we kind of touched on that a little bit as far as the uh, the Mandy and Ooh storylines go, but we can we can start from the beginning, which I don't even remember. I gotta, I gotta look it up. I I do know that I was entertained. That was cool. Uh, well, it opened with Becky Lynch driving. Oh, the that's arena, right. Then eating or drinking whatever protein shake Otis Dozovich was making. Dude, I I know that uh, when we were watching, and just backed her off for a sec when Otis randomly came out during a moment with Bliss and was like, "Pretty lady." <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what in the blue fuck is this? But then watching it on SmackDown, I was like, all right, it is kind of funny. Like as long as I don't know, as long as they don't. I don't know. I just whatever. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny. It's it was thing, random, man. but it's funny. I'm telling you, man. They, I don't expect them to be tag team champions, but I, I don't expect them to get buried on main event either. Like Vince is going clearly already loves Otis Dozovich. Like, yeah. He. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking is. Oh yeah, pretty lady. <laughs> This is is honestly like (laughs) completely out of the blue, but this is exactly how I felt about uh, when the Anchorman movie came out. I went to see it and I'm like, this movie's fucking stupid. And then I saw her again. I'm like, this movie is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of how I feel now. Otis is awesome right now. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) I didn't even really like them that much in, uh, in NXT. I was like, they're stupid, but. Yeah, I would just see like random vignettes of uh, Otis Dozovich, and I'm like, "Yo, this guy is pretty entertaining." And he's just—he's like that dude in high school that just is just such a fucking like he's—he's he's a dude from the football, the fat kid from the football team that everybody loves. Oh my god, yeah, that's he's, Otis Dozovich. He's the Billy Bob of the West Cannon Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man, Varsity Blues is a way of life. Yeah, man, that's your second week in a row you've referenced Varsity Blues. Dude, I think and Billy Bob, I think. <laughs> Wild. Oh man. That's what we do here at Three Jabronis. We uh we quote Varsity Blues out of yep. nowhere. And sometimes talk about wrestling. <laughs> Occasionally. But um yeah. Becky opened up and um Oscar came out and said some some stuff. Yep, she she cut a promo. Yep. Um I did I don't know if anybody else caught it, but um Tom Phillips at one point when Becky Lynch came out to the ring said something like Oh, the man is on a mission tonight and I immediately uh. thought of I just immediately thought of Mabel and Mo. Mabel <laughs> Mabel Moe and Oscar. Oscar. Yes. <laughs> Mom <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, oh yeah, Oscar said that after the Royal Rumble, Becky will no longer be in Charlotte's shadow, but she'll be in hers. And I was like, "Oh, burn!" Oh snap! And the Iconics came out because they're the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, although they did, they did kind of man shame us, which I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they did kind of throw us all under the bus. <laughs> Yeah. 
Wasn't a big fan of that, but I still love them. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mentioned it when we were talking earlier this week. I am I got to a point with Carmella where it was like just the screeching and everything when she was champion where I was like, I'm kind of not into Carmella anymore. And I feel like I'm starting to get to that point with the Iconics. I don't want to be. Like, I get their shtick. But I feel like, honestly, Lay Cool kind of did it better. But I, I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I'm teetering right now on the Iconics. And I, I hope, I hope something happens to save it. Because I, I do like them. I just, maybe it was just this one promo where I was like, eh. I, I don't know. I love them. <laughs> I'm, I'm biased. What can I say? Oh, that's cool. I feel you. But yeah, Becky and Peyton had a match. That was, you know. They had a match. They had a match. And then uh, Oscar got on the mic right after and was yelling at Peyton and and uh, Billy Kay. I couldn't tell because I'm not super fluent in, Jap- uh, in J- Japan. <laughs> not super fluent Japanese. in Japanese. <laughs> in Japanese. I'm not fluent. But it sounded like, from what I gathered, that she was... Oscar was like, hey, pretty ladies. Hey, you. I, I, <laughs> I like your shirts. Those are really those are really cool. Where can I get one of those? And they were like, "Oh, you can get it on www.shop.com." And she was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna get two. And they're like, "Great, thank you." And then they were like, "Oh, while we're here, we should have a match." And they were like, "Oh, yes, let's do it." And that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Although, did you notice I they, they? Sounds about right. Yeah, I think I followed take. that. Give or take. I, yeah. I caught a, I caught on some words and it you know I think it, it sounds pretty similar to what you were saying. Yeah. Do you notice though they they made Asuka look like a beast because she destroyed Billy like right off the bat, but Becky it took a little little time for her to dispose of the Peyton. Of the Peyton. I just thought that was interesting, you know. Yeah. But Asuka should look like a fucking beast. Oh, fully agreed. It was really weird. AJ Styles just kind of came out in the middle of uh, the uh, Asuka and Becky Lynch face-off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude does a, comes out, does a lap around the ring, and it's <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not going in that ring. And just fucking gets into the crowd and walks up the stairs. We're like, uh, what the fuck was the point of that? Couldn't have just gone straight to the, uh, to the concession stand. Nope. Right. No, they had to, they had to overshadow the women with a man. Fuckers, you know what? The iconics were right. That was bullshit. They should have just cut to the freaking concession stand like they did with Daniel Bryan to kick off last week's SmackDown. Yeah. Did you notice how awkward it was when they came back from the uh, from the break? Like, dude, so awkward. You noticed that, so right? Incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like dead <laughs> silent. It was like dead silent when they start. Like the camera comes back on, and then as soon as they pan to AJ Styles, the crowd starts cheering. Like they, like oh yeah, blah, blah. I'm like oh my god, come on guys, who's producing this? Ugh. You gotta have them cheering from the beginning. Like don't get, wait for a cue. Just start cheering. It's like oh okay we're back now cheer. Like oh my god it was so obvious. Like they should have, they should have like you just said they should have cut to the commercial with the women in the ring and then come back to AJ at the concession stand because how it's awkward to just. Hey, AJ's walking up the steps. We'll be back after this. Let's see where he's going. Right? We have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Fucking so weird. 
<laughs> but AJ, AJ's a heel. Daniel Bryan is trying to save the planet. He doesn't want people to drink water from plastic bottles. He doesn't want people to put trash like high fructose corn syrup and, you know, intestines in casings in their bodies. He's trying to help people and help the planet. And AJ Styles is ridiculing him over hot dogs and plastic plastic bottled water. Fuck AJ, that fucking heel. Fickle! AJ's impotent. That's why he has four kids. <laughs> he just wants people to eat whatever they want. You know, that's that's not a bad thing. Let people be happy. If they want to eat hot dogs, they eat hot dogs. Daniel Bryan is trying to save the planet and in turn, in kind, help people live longer, healthier lives. How is that How is that a heelish move? How is that a bad thing, trying to save the planet? Because look at the 10-year challenge. Go on a fucking social media site, Derek, and hashtag 10-year challenge. And you're going to see pictures of the planet looking a lot shittier now than it did 10 years ago. Daniel Bryan is trying to protect that and protect people and help them live longer lives. Fucking putting Bryan as a heel, trying to fucking do good things for people on the fucking planet. Fuck you, Vince. You hater. But AJ just wants people to be happy. How is that being a heel? Yeah, well, Daniel Daniel Bryan wants them to be happy without having fucking heart attacks. How about that? How is that being a heel? Hey, you only get one life. You live it how you want to live it. Eat. (laughs) I get it how I live it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Now I want some lemonade. (laughs) Eat the hot dog. Eat the hot dog. If you want a hot dog, (laughs) eat a hot dog. If you want soda, oh. eat 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 a soda and drink it too, because that's usually what yeah. you do with soda. Drink eat it. sodas. Yeah. It's like when people check in like from a bar on Facebook that they're eating beer. I right. find that <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Mandy Rose tried to break up a marriage. Jezebel. <laughs> Jezebel. Who did they used to call her Jezebel all the time? Terry? Jim Rosted. I was gonna say. I feel like it was Terry. Speaking of Terry, side note, I watched the 99 Rumble last night. Homegirl came out with a completely see-through top and was not wearing a bra. Just titties everywhere. The 99 Rumble? Oh, yeah. Clear as day. She came out with D'Lo Brown. When D'Lo was entering the Rumble or for a match? Because I know they had like a... Oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah. I, I watched. It. I watched that same thing. <laughs> I was. I was watching it last night, and I saw. I saw them come out, but I. I don't think I hit any mind really. Oh man, I couldn't not notice. They were like, right in my face. Like they were right there. I was like, wait, the f- are those nipples? <laughs> those is nipples. I think. Let me rewind and make sure. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those are nipples. I think. Let I just, wonder if. Let I, me just triple I, check. <laughs> I wonder if Otis wishes he could travel back in time and pop up and go, oh, hey, dude, there, there's a friggin' meme you can make. Her coming out and then cut to Otis. Oh, yeah, pretty lady. <laughs> pretty lady. Pretty lady. <laughs> but anyways, the, uh, the new age Jezebel, Mandy Rose. Yeah, she was talking. marriage. Mm-hmm. First point. off, with an anniversary gift, right? Yeah. What a you know point. what I love? 
I, I love the love between Jimmy Uso and Naomi because when's the last time you have seen a husband get so excited over a letter that reads this? Dear Jimmy, I've been a naughty girl, and I need you to lock me up <laughs> in the Uso penitentiary. I'll be waiting. It's a keto hotel room. But then Jay Uso goes, uh, Uso. And Jimmy's like, what's wrong, Uso? He's like, uh, Uso. It says, love Mandy. He's like, uh, Uso. It's a keto hotel room. And Jimmy's do? like, Jimmy's like, uh, Uso. I don't know what to do, Uso. What I lo- you I, do? I just want to call somebody Uso and have them know what it means. Oh, randomly. I call people Uso. I don't even think they know what it means. Okay. <laughs> what you gonna do, should... Oos? I don't know, Oos. It's a tough decision, Oos. I mean, is it? Is it? Uh, not, not for Jay. For Jimmy, I, I, you know what? It shouldn't be for Jimmy either. He should be. He should follow the. Oh wait, wait! I think he's dragging you there. I'm there. Yup, I'm here. I'm in the middle of plowing still, but like me. He should be a David Reeling, Kevin Owens, Father of the Year, and not. I think I think I've used different voices for him all the time. He should be a David Reeling, Kevin Owens, Father of the Year, and not cheat on his woman. Yeah, man, I totally agree. Hey, thanks for checking in. I hope plowing's going well. Still got a lot more to plow. Yeah, be safe out there. Hey, thanks, Derek. You know what? You are the brown meat baby face. You be careful plowing too. Always wrap it up. Oh, ah, oh, I get it. It's a sex joke. Hey, that was good, Dragon. Dragon. I guess he's plowing again. Oh, he's gone. Um, <laughs> unreal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still, I still think they should have had Jay show up as Jimmy, but that's just me. that would have been great. That's just me. It did, it did seem. I mean, we'll skip ahead because the payoff came later on. There was stuff in between, but like, I, I would have just had Naomi show up. Honestly, like, Jimmy walks in like he's doing something wrong. And then he's like, she's like, oh, the photographer pops in, which, by the way, glaring fucking hole in the plot line. She has a photographer run in to take pictures of Jimmy in a hotel room with Mandy. Mandy, what was that all about? Ah, now your wife's going to be all ruined because you're on you're in pictures with me in a hotel room. I didn't actually want you. I just want to piss off your wife. Bitch, you're on camera. I know. You're on video. I think she already knows. And then she read like, the script. Yeah. And then he says something about her wife, and he was like, My wife walks out and in comes Naomi. Man, just have fucking Jimmy open the door for Naomi and friggin' just like jump her. You know? What the fuck, man? Cut to the chase. It was just dumb. That was painful. What they sh- what they should have done was had the paparazzi dude come through, leave the door close the door whatever have another one come in but it's naomi in a costume and then like oh what's up now bitch and then they fight and that's what happened i agree you know what they could have done a ton of different things than they did (laughs) i thought this was poor execution but i just just love naomi's trash talk i know oh but you ain't going anywhere (laughs) get you get your ass back here it's so authentic. She is good as like a pissed off woman, a pissed off wife. Oh yeah, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I'm telling you, those shoes last week, 
Man, that ain't the first time she's done that, I tell you that. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, in between there, though, uh, Andrade oh. won a match but lost his name. <laughs> he, lost the na- he lost the name, but he did win the match. Um, what a fucking match. Dude, I'm so glad, spoil- spoiler alert again for SmackDown this week, uh, we're getting a two out of three falls match with Andrade and Ray. Dude, they're so good. They're so good together. Oh I hope God. we see them at Mania. Right. I mean, I don't think this feud will last that long, but honestly, I would love to see this match at Mania. Same. Don't give it away on free TV. That that reeks of Mania. Mania is 19 hours long anyway. You have time for it. True. Although, I gotta say, <laughs> I don't think that line really works anymore these days. Because I don't know about you, but I pay like 100 bucks for cable. I only pay $9.99 for the network. I'm paying more to watch Raw and SmackDown than I am for... Royal Rumble. So give me all the good shit on paper on, on TV. Actually, yeah. Hey, good point. I'm paying for all that. That line doesn't shit, really work you know, anymore. <laughs> that's, that's actually a really solid point. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, man, what a what a banger um, with Andrade and Ray. Andrade for the second week in a row this time singles action pinning Ray Ray. I mean, that's and it, like I I feel like Cena is uh, Ray's doing the same thing Cena is. He's coming back, but he's you know. He's still good. He can still go. He can put on great matches, but, you know, he's helping put over the new wave of talent, which is how it should be, and I absolutely dig it. Mm. There was a, uh, there was a You Still Got It chant at Rey Mysterio. I was like, when the fuck? He never lost it. I was like, yeah, well, no shit. When would he have ever lost it? Seriously. (laughs) And, like, oh, dude, there, there was a, a, uh, Andrade had a fucking hurt. He reversed like a hurricanrana into a pin somehow. Oh, which was, yeah. Dude, that was slick as hell. That was so fucking smooth. Dude, he is so good. Yeah, and he had a he had like a sit down powerbomb on Ray on the outside, which was fucking nasty too. Oh man. Yeah, dude. That's that like I I watched this match thinking it was a pay per view quality match and it was on two hundred dollar a month TV. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else we got here? What else happened? SmackDown. Yeah, I'm scrolling down. Oh, the 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 Shane Shane coast to coast where I thought he legitimately got injured. Oh God, <laughs> the the coast to like Midwest. Didn't, <laughs> yeah, didn't quite make it all the way. Although, what uh, the fuck was Miz doing with um the cake? Yeah, why would you why would you point the cake toward Shane? I know that made zero sense. <laughs> what a fucking boner! <laughs> what a fucking idiot! <laughs> Shane, kick this cake so that nothing gets in this guy's face, but it's gonna get all over your new fucking sneakers. Yeah, school. It's a good thing I got you new ones because these ones are gonna get all fucking dirty. Yeah, no shit, right? Dumbass. <laughs> uh, this at least this reeked of this is your life to me, kind of. But at least it was it was. Very much shorter and somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Uh, eh. It was meh. Meh. Yeah. I, I would rank it like if I'm if we're going Mick and Rock, this is your life, and Alexa and Bailey, this is your life, I would rank it maybe a notch or two above Alexa and Bailey and about 50 notches down from the Rock and Mick. Don't get me wrong, but this was at least quicker than that. 
Mm-hmm. I honestly, I really though, I thought Shane like he looked like he was getting up and like he was freaking injured and shit. But I don't know, whatever. Oh, I forgot there was a match after that. Yeah, it wasn't that important. Yeah, whatever. All right, yeah, you know what? Raw was definitely more entertaining than SmackDown. Surprisingly. Want to hop in on the Rumble? Let's hop in. All right, 1998. So this is my pick. Uh, like we said last week, we each picked one. Uh, Lauren, two weeks ago, uh, the voice of our insanely awesome intro, picked the 1994 Rumble, so we reviewed that last week. The brown meat baby face, the straight edge sex symbol was all about that 2001 Rumble, so we did that. And now this is my pick, the 1998 Rumble. Uh, I would say, honestly, I never need to see, <laughs> and you said it before, I think in our group chat yesterday watching it, I uh, never need to see the artist formerly known as Goldust again. Forgot that was a thing, and I would rather keep it that way. Yeah, all set on that. Um, um, when Which WrestleMania? Was it 17 that uh, it was Goldust versus uh, Roddy Piper in the Hollywood back lot brawl? 12. WrestleMania 12, all right. Yeah, 17 yeah. was a little too late. So, 98. Okay, so this was the year before then. Um, no, this was the year after Rumble. This was after WrestleMania 12 because it set up WrestleMania 13, correct? 98? This was two years after. Okay. Either way, point that I'm trying to get to. Um, in the promo package for Vader versus Goldust, Goldust nails Vader with a fucking coconut. And I was like, ah, oh, what a callback, sort of, maybe not meant, to his feud with Roddy Piper, who hit Jimmy Snuka in the head with a coconut. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't even pay attention to that. But <laughs> a, little, a little Easter egg, or a coconut egg. A coconut I, shell. I don't even think I watched the, the video package. This, oh I God, did, because oh, I was man. dedicated. This, <laughs> I, mi- I, I mean, I watched most of it, but I must have missed that one. This match, yeah. yikes! Honestly, Vader and Goldust, and then the the little people match was kind of trash, but yeah, the rest I mean, of the, the way best, I thought was pretty good. The best part of that Vader and Goldust match was the finish when uh, Vader had uh, Luna on his back and he did the Vader bomb. Dude, she like the way she came down. She almost pulled a friggin' Lita, folding herself in half the wrong way. I know she bounced so she, high. <laughs> yeah, man, she, and she was she was lucky the way she landed because her feet could easily friggin' been next to her eyeballs. But I think that was partly luck. But yeah, that was that was the best part of the match for sure. Um, for two reasons: one, because it was entertaining, and two, because it was the end of that match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, match after that: Maximini, Mosaic, and Nova. Versus the Lucha House Party. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, yep. I think the whole thing was the Lucha House Party, honestly. Um, Battalion, El Torito, and Tarantula. Uh, Sunny special guest referee. That match was almost eight minutes long. Yeah, that was about... Seven, seven minutes too long. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a shorter match. <laughs> because they were small. I'm right there with you. That didn't even take a second to... Uh, to try to figure out. Uh, but thankfully, after we'll call those the warm-up matches, and Sonny looked very warm. Houses. Oh, I miss old-school Sonny. Oh, um, I've said it before. Oh, I've said ahead. it before, man. She, uh, Sonny was my first crush. Dude, same. Oof. Sonny with the smoking guns. <clears throat> oh, yeah, man. I loved me some friggin' 
smoking gun Sonny, some cowgirl Sonny. Mm-hmm. And then when she would stand opposite the camera, you could call her reverse cowgirl Sonny. Um, <laughs> so the first good match of this card, The Rock versus Ken Shamrock. I dug this, and I kind of dug the storyline with it too. The finish was definitely um, something different. It was a bit suspect, but... um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you don't notice a pair of brass knuckles in your trunks. I don't know I how don't. You, I don't know how how you don't realize those are there. Well, but, I mean, uh... you got he, he he was knocked out. He didn't know. But it was definitely I mean, I I remember watching this as a kid and I'm like, "Why did the Rock just put those down Ken's shorts <laughs> down his his tights?" So the, the finish of the match, and it was, it was pretty good back and forth. It was a pretty good quality match. The finish has The Rock uh, pulling out a pair of brass knucks, nailing Ken Shamrock with them. Uh, but instead of putting them in his own trunks, he puts them in Ken Shamrock's trunks. Uh, and he doesn't get the pin off of it. Shamrock kicks out. Uh, a belly-to-belly suplex later, Shamrock gets the surprising three count. Is celebrating with the title on the corner. And then... Um, the uh, the Rock signals to the ref that he got hit with a pair of brass knucks to check Shamrock's trunks, and <laughs> my favorite my favorite part is Mike Kyoto goes up to Shamrock and tries to like pull him down by the tights, and he shoves him off. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And that <laughs> was like, "Oh, cool." Shamrock's in character is a pissed off man about to snap. He's in the zone, uh, and then Kyoto is sitting there. Um, Tell him what the rock's saying, and then and then awkwardly starts to feel around his trunks, <laughs> which which was a really awkward like positioning of on his pubic area and probably near his junk. <laughs> and then Yoda goes, "What's that? What's that down there?" Pointing at Ken Shamrock's trunks, and I'm sitting there in my head like uh, a penis. It's my dick, coach. <laughs> And Shamrock reaches reaches into his trunks awkwardly and, and pulls out a pair of brass knucks that he had no idea were there. How and did then, those get there? Yeah. I don't do it. I don't know where those came from. Bitch, I know if a dude is putting something down my shorts. <laughs> Fucking awkward phrasing. <laughs> I wish I could take that one back. <laughs> Leave it in, though. Don't delete it. <laughs> <laughs> So the referee reverses his decision, and then Shamrock assholes out on him. He snapped. He was in the zone and then snapped. Oh god. Yeah, I mean it was a cl- it's a clever. It's like clever, but at the same time, it's like it's so unrealistic, man. Yeah. I did yeah. not notice that there's some shit in your fucking trunks. Not, <laughs> not literal, but. Me. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, how do you not notice there's stuff in your trunk? Oh, man. Oh, what? oh yeah, where did those come from? I don't know where this cold steel hitting my skin came from, ref. <coughs> so stupid. Unbelievable, man. Almost equally as stupid is the fucking hairstyles of the Legion of Doom. <laughs> Especially in this match. Man, I remember... I remember one time, like, thinking everything about Legion of Doom when I was a kid was the tits. was just fucking awesome. And then I remember, like, after college, hanging out with my college roommate. What's up, Mike? 
uh, we were sitting down and we were watching. It might have been this Rumble. We're just watching through. It was we would get together for like the the big pay per view weekends and you know spend the weekend hanging out, playing two K, whatever, um, or SmackDown versus Raw. Watching it wasn't the network at the time, but he had a bunch of DVDs of like all hardcore friggin' uh, big pay per views like Rumbles and Manias and all that. And we were watching some match with the Legion of Doom, and we're sitting down. And I'm just looking, and I start laughing. It was like, "What?" I'm like, "I just realized how fucking stupid Hawk and Animal look with their hair. Hawk with like a double mohawk on the side of his head, and Animal with a mohawk that turns into the backside of a fucking mullet. They look stupid. But even more so in this match." Because part of the storyline was that uh, the New Age Outlaws, it was, by the way, it was LOD and the New Age Outlaws uh, for the tag team titles. New Age Outlaws, obviously the champs. Uh, Part of the storyline was that, and this was such a big deal, I remember this being like a huge deal back in the day, uh, the Outlaws shaved one of of the two Mohawks on Hawk's head. And instead of just, and then they were out for a while because, you know, the outlaws jumped them. They put animal through a table and that created all these back problems for the storyline. But they were out for a certain amount of time, plenty of time for Hawk to grow back that second Mohawk. Nope. Nope. Uh, it's fucking freshly shaved for the match. And I'm like, what the fuck? Or why? This is stupid. And they're even like referring to it on commentary. Oh, JR is like, Oh, Hawk still missing that iconic Mohawk. What? <laughs> no. He's shaving a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was stupid, but I mean, not a, not a bad match, I suppose. You know, Outlaw is working over Animal's back, cuffing Hawk to uh, to one of the one of the ring posts. I mean, by no by no means was it a classic, but you know, I definitely think it was it was decent storytelling. Uh, that was dumb. <laughs> oh man then the uh, rumble match followed that oh <clears throat> it did you know what I loved about this rumble and the one in 99 was like how everybody was out to get Stone Cold Steve Austin like in 98 everybody just wanted wanted to get a piece of Austin in 99 there was a bounty for him but like you don't. You won't see that shit now. Like, there's nobody no. who's who's so larger than life that, like, the closest was, I guess, last last year when Cena came into the ring, and like everybody was like surrounded him and just attacked him. But yeah. there was, but there was still no like, oh, everybody's got to, man, we got to take out Austin. We got to take out Austin. We got to take out Austin. There's no, there's nothing like that anymore because nobody's like that larger than life, or on that fucking much of a tear. It's like, I don't know, I feel like it's tough for somebody to reach that level, and I don't even know if they ever will I don't again. Think so. I don't think so. Ah, uh, Cena just came out. Everybody's going freaking crazy. I, I love, like, his entrance. Like, him just walking out, like... And that, yeah. like, you know what? This is kind of like that. Every Like, the whole action stopped in the ring, and they're all looking at the, uh... They're all looking at the, at the entryway and Cena coming out. Like, that's probably the closest that we'll get again. To what we're talking about right now, because literally the action stopped and everybody's like, "What?" Hmm. And that was only because it was like, "Oh, that's, that's such a big surprise." Yeah. Unless it happens in the 2019 Rumble next Sunday, 
And Roman Reigns comes back for a one-off. You heard it here first. It's not going to happen. You said Cena wasn't going to come back in 2008, and he did. I honestly, I, I don't think it'll happen, but I I want to go on record as, I think it was the, the episode after Roman said he was stepping away for a while. I was the dude that said he'll be in the 2019 Rumble. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first if it happens. If not, well, then it would have been a really good idea if he was healthy enough. Although he, he's looking good. Oos was in a picture uh, from over the weekend of a boxing bout, and he looks good. He looks pretty healthy. So best wishes to Joey Samoe, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. All right, well, enough about the uh, 2019 Rumble. Let's get uh, to the 98. Uh, yeah, exactly. First up uh, was Cactus Jack. <laughs> Followed by Chainsaw Charlie with nylons on his face and for some reason fucking baby powder inside. Oh, yeah. I, I never understand that. Chainsaw Charlie. Oh, Terry Funk. Which, honestly, dude, so riddle me this because I was looking at the chainsaw. They obviously took, like, the friggin' the blade off because <laughs> the last thing they need is for that shit to go friggin' wrong. But, like, Cactus threw a chair in the ring, and it hit the friggin' it hit the chainsaw and created sparks. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how that could happen. <laughs> it's, it's real chainsaw, bro. <laughs> it's got to be. It's a shoot. Fair enough. It's a shoot. <laughs> they wouldn't be. But yeah, they. They wouldn't use fake chainsaw for Chainsaw Charlie. Come on. <laughs> They go hardcore off the bat, yeah. clearly, since we're talking about chairs. And then out comes Tom Brandy. Twelve seconds later, out goes Tom Brandy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Salvatore Sincere. Oh, my God. That's that's who he was, because I knew he was somebody before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up was The Rock. How about how about The Rock, huh? As the uh, Intercontinental Championship match. That went, what, like, fucking... 11, I think, like, 12 minutes? 11, 12 minutes, and then lasts over 50 in the Rumble. Yeah, man. Came out number four. He was there till the end. Have a, have a fucking night. It's a good showing from him. Lasts till the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. He was there for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up was Mosh. Oh, my God. Fucking headbanger mosh. I liked the headbangers for no other reason than their fucking music, I think. Was Mosh... Mosh was the, um... He turned into Chad later. Yeah. Or like, beef, the Beaver Cleaver Beaver dude. Cleaver, yes, okay. <laughs> he was the more rounder one. Okay. Uh, when, when, yeah, when for whatever reason, friggin' Vince was obsessed with an incest storyline. Mm-hmm. And then they randomly brought the headbangers back for, like, two weeks a couple years ago. <laughs> Yeah, and then that was it. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we're we're uh we're gonna spice things up. We're gonna bring back the headbangers and the spirit squad. <laughs> so stupid, Jesus. Oh, so the rocks out number four, he lasts I think he was the Iron Man in the match, right? Nobody oh, else lasted far, as long yeah. as him. Yeah. I don't even think Well maybe McFoley. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Only actually I think next to him, other than Mick Foley, was Blackjack Bradshaw. 
Oh, yeah. He lasted like 40 minutes or something like that. 30, 35, 45. But we'll get to him. Uh, uh, yeah, Mosh was out fifth. Pig was out sixth. Phineas I. Godwin. Mm-hmm. He was in for a while, too. Almost 30 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. Who uh, was <laughs> Midian the next year. Yeah, was he? Yep. In the 99? Yeah. <laughs> Midian, that's right. Man, I I dug that freaking ministry shit. I love that culty taker, especially the theme. The theme was awesome. Yeah, I dig it a lot more now in hindsight. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. Eight ball? Holy shit, you lasted over half an hour. Why the fuck was eight ball? Seconds. Why was eight ball in the rumble for over? <laughs> what? Dude. <laughs> Who knows? Who the hell knows? You know that they were just like planning out this match and they were just like, oh, wait. Who's left? Eight ball. Why is he still in here? <laughs> I don't know. We just forgot about him. Oh, we'll get him out. Oh, man. Why would an eight ball is doing now? He's probably a fucking school teacher. Some shit. <laughs> yeah, he's teaching gym. <laughs> right. Definitely. Uh, Bradshaw as Blackjack Bradshaw and a pretty badass handlebar mustache out at number eight, and he lasted again. He was the the heir apparent to the Iron Man. Uh, Thirty five minutes, forty five seconds, oh, and in all, in all that time, only eliminated one person. <laughs> hey, he did. That's correct. Uh, and then, oh man, I I'm so this makes me so sad. Owen Hart, I just fuck man. Anytime anything with him is involved, I get so genuinely sad because he he was going to be so good. He'd probably still be st- he'd probably still be fucking wrestling right now. Probably, or at least yeah, or at least be a backstage producer or like the head of a fucking stable, the new 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 Heart Foundation. He, but he uh, was in. We got tagged go by Jeff Jarrett. Yep, the NWA Jeff Jarrett, which I did was weird. I didn't understand. Yeah, that. I don't. I didn't do my. I didn't look into the backstory, but I thought he was feuding with Triple H, so I didn't know well, Jeff Jarrett there. Yeah, and he was. And then, ironically, a year later, or just over a year later, he was going to be tagging with Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, they were. Was, they were tag team. Yeah, they were tag team partners at the next Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, Owen Hart. Owen got, Hart came you know, out. Ambushed. When, uh, yeah, he came out after Jeff Jarrett came out in the Rumble again. Yeah. But Owen got brought to the back, so he was uh, he was out for a while, and then spoiler alert comes back later on. Uh, Steve, I forgot about Steve Blackman. He was in at number ten. Lethal weapon, dude. He was he was caught, man. I'm surprised that he didn't. Well, maybe it's because he was boring as shit. But like he he was built like a big name. I guess he just he didn't have the personality to go with it, and that ended up becoming his angle that he had no personality. Yeah, I mean he had some good stuff with uh with Al Snow, head cheese, head cheese, <laughs> and then uh he tagged with like Grandmaster Sexay for a little while too. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Uh. Real quick, I wanted to, with Owen Hart. The one thing that has bugged me for so long is like. I always felt like this at the Royal Rumble should have been Owen Hart for Shawn Michaels. I don't understand why it wasn't. I know. You bring him back as a babyface and attack Shawn Michaels because, well, obviously, the screw job. And then it leads to nothing. <laughs> like, it should have. Like, the crowd was so on his, fa- on his side. But they would go back to the Shawn Michaels Undertaker well. Yeah, man. 
which don't get me wrong, I love that match. That's part of the reason that I picked this Rumble, but actually a good chunk of the reason I picked this Rumble. But still, you're completely right. It should have been Owen and Sean. I don't get why it wasn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. They. Um, I forget which episode I was. Uh, something to wrestle. I was listening to with Bruce and Conrad, but Conrad was harping on it big time. He was like, "I just don't understand why you guys wouldn't go with Sean and Owen." And Bruce was like, "I think he was just like basically like, yeah, I kind of wish we, we did." You got to think too, like I don't know, maybe, maybe in a sense they were trying to get there somehow for whatever reason. And, and maybe it was because Sean got injured, but you got to think, like, maybe, all right, Owen's going through Triple H first to get to Shawn Michaels. But Shawn gets injured, you know, spoiler alert that we've known for fucking 20 years. Shawn gets injured in the match that happens after the Rumble. Things go differently. He's out for four years, and in that four years, unfortunately, Owen dies. I mean, Yeah, but I don't knows, know when, when you would have gone to it. So obviously, Mania was always going to be... Austin and... Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, maybe they were going to feud after that somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like know. Af- I, think, after... I feel like the natural progression would have been, oh, Owen Hart's back. Do Owen versus Sean. Yeah. Or, they did... At, yeah, even at In Your House DX, they did fucking Ken Shamrock versus Shawn Michaels, which was yeah, kind of weird. stupid. So random. Like, sh- that should have been Owen Hart, really. Yeah, man. But, well... Well, dude, how fitting would it have been if they had Owen? Dude, you gotta think too, man. Owen's character would have gone in a completely different a different direction if they would have had. I get Austin was the hot hand, but how big of a deal? Owen Hart wins the Rumble, faces Shawn Michaels at Mania, and gets like he's up babyface and he gets that big fucking win, the retribution for his family. I'm doing the air quotes again. Becomes a champion, which he deserved to be. He, there's no way he would have gone back to the blue, blue blue blazer shit after that. Fuck, man. Probably not. Think know. about that though. Like, think like we're like obviously we're armchair booking right now, but like one one simple move, one simple change in booking, and like the dude could still be fucking alive today. It's like it's like that butterfly effect movie, or like the I don't know some other freaking movie. Or like I think I'm thinking of the butter. Fuck you. Just fuck you. Let's keep going. All right. So 11's D'Lo Brown. <laughs> He was in for 32 minutes. Dude, what was... I gotta look into what happened after this, because, like, what the fuck was with the Nation of Domination just beating the shit out of each other the entire I know. Rumble? I, I Yeah, it's like, unless that was when the Rock started coming apart from them, right? Well, no, because eventually they kicked Farouk out, and it was just the Rock as the leader. But, like, I, yeah, I don't know what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> like D'Lo just starts going after the Rock, and then M- Mark Henry, and then Kam- Kama. Like, what the? F- At one point, they were literally all in the ring. <laughs> like, from a s- psychology standpoint, like, why the fuck wouldn't you just eliminate everybody else? There's five of you. But no, we're just gonna fight each other and ruin all of our chances at winning this this thing. Right. I think maybe they were trying to sell that. Oh, every man for himself. Bullshit. Oh is, yeah, clearly they were, but it was like, it's like it's like with the Hardys. We were talking about it last week. The you know the Steiners came out one and three for I think the '94 Rumble, and they start going at it. And then the Hardys come out I think one and two or one and three at some other Rumble, and they start going at it instead of just like team up for the friggin' rest of the way and then fight each other when you're the last two or the yeah. last. 
It could have been the nation all fighting everybody. And then when you're the last four, the last five. But we're fucking smart. <laughs> and they're not. Apparently. Apparently we're too smart. But Yeah. Um, big big number twelve. Big number twelve coming out. Kurgan. Yeah. Pre oddities, Kurgan. <laughs> yeah, pre oddities. It was when he was with the Truth Commission. Yeah. He was he was Oddities Kurgan the next year. Oh man. And honestly, Odd- Oddities Kurgan was way better. Because <laughs> at least at least it was like a friggin' entertaining thing. Because yeah. this trash. Kurt and speak speaking of like we were talking about Asuka, like when she gets angry and like screams we assume like threatening japanese lines like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna bury you i'm whatever kurgan speaks english i think and you couldn't understand him he's very awkward is all i heard yeah i didn't understand it whatsoever so awkward so uncomfortable thankfully he was only in for three and a half minutes (laughs) honestly you know who my like unsung hero is just because of how fucking like He was like the guy you want to punch in the face because he was so annoying but so funny doing it. Number 13, Mark Merrow. (laughs) Because the whole time he's dancing around and like people are punching each other next to him and he's like shadow boxing, like pretending like he's doing something. Like he's freaking controlling the person's body next to him and he's punching along. I'm like, God, I fucking hate him. Somebody throw him out, but don't because he's really entertaining right now. Yeah, I absolutely hated this marvelous Mark Merrow as a kid, but... Like, going back and looking at him, like, I kind of appreciated him a little more. <laughs> yeah. He was oh, actually pretty I solid heel. Him, but, man. I mean, I, I will always prefer Wild Man Mark Merrow, but. Yeah. Uh, this was, this was like, a little before he started, like, getting super obnoxious with, like, the whole hating people chanting for Sable. Yeah, this, yeah. I think this was, like, the beginning, because he was. Like, at one point during the match, he, like, re- reaches out and, like, screams something to Sable or whatever. I don't know. But this is definitely when it started picking up the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up was Ken Shamrock, who we saw earlier. This time, he didn't have anything in his trunks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, is pro- which is probably why he got eliminated, because he wasn't... He was a lot less lighter to yep. throw out, so... Yeah, he, he had nothing out. weighing him down in the crotch. <laughs> yeah, got, he got eliminated by The Rock, so he hit The Rock pretty much owned to Ken Shamrock tonight. Or that yeah. Night, so. No kidding, huh? He got bitched out. 15, yeah. headbanger thrasher. He yeah. was in for a long-ass time. Almost yeah, 30 minutes. fuck? <laughs> Dude, what? I feel like you have to have those mid-card people just to fill out the ring. Just, just so it's not always like a one-on-one or a, a three-person situation. Yeah, this but, is one of those rumbles where you didn't have like anybody like clear the ring at some point during the ring during the match. Yeah, and man, it's very evident because you have fucking Thrasher chains and <laughs> eight ball and Bradshaw lasting like half an hour each. Oh God, so dumb. What wasn't dumb? Sweet sixteen, baby. I loved this. I love the fact that they did this. Mankind, baby. Dude, coming out. The second face of three. Yes. Second um, of second of three faces of Foley is what I wanted to say. Yeah, this was so this was so cool. <laughs> this was so great. Yeah, I'm glad I love it. Was, too. Yeah, me too. That was so. It was badass. I would love them to do something like that, but with a heel and them actually win. Like that would be like three different 
like alter egos, but they're heel. And they actually win it because that would be so cheap. <laughs> dude. That would be such a big move. <laughs> Hands down, dude. Uh, 17 is the dude that we want to forget about forever. The artist formerly known as Goldust. Yeah, who also lasted 26 minutes. Jesus. Yeah, man. After he had a match that was like 10 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. They run so out of people? Funny. They must have been. They were hurting. Oh, man. <laughs> Apparently. Next was Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Who was followed quickly into the ring by Owen Hart. Yep. And who he got eliminated his, him. Yeah, retribution. Jarrett only lasted a minute, tossed up by Owen, and then probably like a minute after that, yeah, Owen, Owen gets thrown out. This because Jeff of Jarrett. China and Triple H. Yeah. This Jeff Jarrett was trash. Yeah. This is like the least favorite Jeff Jarrett. Ever. Like, I loved the original Jeff Jarrett, and then the combination of Slap Nuts Jeff Jarrett and uh, Don't Piss Me Off Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. It was basically the same thing. It was just, you know, different catchphrase. But this one sucked. Nobody gave a fuck about this Jeff Jarrett. Well, it just seems so random. Like, who who cares? Where is he coming from? Yeah, it was like he went when he went to WCW, and then... They wanted to bring him back, and they brought him back as, like, NWA champion or whatever, and yeah, I think it was just, it had just been long enough that he was away that people didn't care. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just so stupid. Fucking chip chip. And, um, <laughs> next up, man, the Honky Tonk Man. Cousin Honky Tonk. <laughs> That's your cousin? <laughs> That's so funny. If you don't get that reference, uh... Jerry Lawler keeps calling the Honky Tonk Man. Are they cousins in real life, actually? Yes, yeah. Yeah? So they're Jim, cousins in real life. Jim Ross and... is saying cousin Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So throughout the Rumble, whenever he's talking about Honky Tonk, King keeps calling him cousin. Oh, my cousin, the Honky Tonk Man. And then when he gets eliminated, uh, JR goes, oh, cousin Honky Tonk's out. And King turns around and he's like, he's your cousin? <laughs> he's your cousin? <laughs> I love that him and whenever, like, either Brian Lawler, or not Brian, yeah. Brian Christopher Grand, or Grandmaster Sexy Grand would have Sexy. a match. And there would be, like, subtle, like, mentions about, like, JR would make subtle, subtle mentions about being, like, a daddy or some shit. Well, I, like, vaguely remember, too, the crowd, anytime he would come out, like, early on, the crowd would chant, like, Jerry's kid or something. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that was um, the pay-per-view before this. DX, maybe? In your house, DX? Yeah, that sounds about right. But, yeah, I always like those little uh, subtle mentions. thought it was pretty cool. No doubt. Oh, next, <laughs> number 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he honestly reminded me of just Kevin Nash. He was just so moving slow and clunky. And even when he's getting to the ring, JR's like, Ahmed Johnson with a past of injuries. I'm like, oh. Yeah, just and he's get- like, oh, he says he's 100%. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, he looks he looked terrible. He was clunky, he could barely move. He looked like he was friggin' gassed even just walking down the aisle. Oh my god, dude. I loved Ahmed Johnson in like nineteen ninety six. Yeah, man. <laughs> but he was so bad. He was one of the After... worst wrestlers ever. <laughs> it was awful. He's still like bitter now too. He'll shit on everything nowadays if you look at his shoot interviews. Dude, the best was like when he gets eliminated and then he went to like attack a what was it, Phineas? And, like, he just, his, like, legs crumple. 
yeah. <laughs> he barely hits him. <laughs> so athletic. <laughs> and then and then he's <laughs> he's walking up the ramp and Kama comes out and just pushes him. <laughs> he like pushes him and Anand turns around like he's gonna go after him. Then he's like, Oh forget this. Yeah, he's like, Oh uh, I can't even make it down there. Oh he's too fast. <laughs> Meanwhile he's got his like he's got his like fucking uh trunks. Suck up his ass like he's like he's wearing a thong it's dude like, that was every fucking match though i swear every ahmed johnson match ended up with him having half his trunk stuffed in his ass <laughs> so true dude i saw ahmed's ass cheeks more than i ever need to see any dude's ass cheek ever oh my god it was that was think, that was one of the highlights of that match for me it was fun <laughs> his legs crumpled <laughs> Dude, I, I I loved that gamma push too. He was just like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. He's like <laughs> He just got his son so bad. Like what are you like, you didn't do shit. Like, <laughs> that 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 wasn't in the script. Yeah, he was just like oh, motherfucker. Oh, like you ever oh, seen Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen that uh the Kevin Hart stand up where he's talking about like his like grandfather where he's like at the door and like he can't he can't go out the door it's like people are like the kids are coming up and like talking shit and he's just like yes, talking shit to yes. like that's how like Ahmed Johnson was he was just like he couldn't go any further like there was like an imaginary door there that he couldn't chase after comma you, you can literally see it though you can see it unfolding in front of your face he turns like he's gonna do something he's like Oh no! Never mind. I need to go to the bank. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> never mind. I'll get you. Later. I'll see you on the flip side, bitch. I better not catch you at catering, comma. <laughs> oh man, Mark Henry comes out number twenty-one, dude. Mark Henry was a beast back in the day. Not that he, not that he isn't anymore, but he, you know, was in I think better shape. He was more, more slim and everything. More agile. He looked good, though, man. Yeah, this was freshly uh, turned heel, Mark Henry. You he just yeah. joined the nation. Just joined the nation like the week before or something, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Number 22 was supposed to be Skull. Yeah, but unable to compete due to injury. That's And they use that in the storyline because King was like, oh, that must have been Austin. Somebody got to Austin. Actually, didn't. who did they say got to Austin? I forget who. They didn't say anybody. No, I thought I don't think King had King had, King had said something. I wanted to say like Skull or Eight Ball, like got to Austin or something. I could I, be lying. I don't know, but I, I thought he said that he knew he heard who it was, but he didn't say who it was. Oh, uh, I thought. Oh, uh, maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe that was it. But uh, <laughs> twenty three, Kama Mustafa comes out <laughs> with the best moment of the Rumble, the Ahmed push that we've been talking about for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, buddy, that was so fucking funny. Oh my god! Uh, and like I was, the next one year later, yeah. no longer Kama Musafa. He's the Godfather. <laughs> and that got since we won't review it. That got more. That gave me one of the biggest pops watching that show. Was oh my god! Godfather yeah. comes out with a few of the, his hoes, and then <laughs> takes his gear off, or whatever, and starts heading toward the ring. And they start leave, go the other way. And fucking <laughs> King, hey, where are the hoes going? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why, but that shit got me deep. Oh. <laughs> hey, 
where are the cows going? <laughs> where are those hoes going? Oh, man. Attitude Eric King was, like, so pervy, but so fucking funny with the random shit he would say. Oh, and it just, it's just hearing shit like that now. It's like, hey, where, yo, where them hoes at? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, so much shit they did back in the day, like, God, it would be, like, Lawsuit City if it happened now. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, uh, 24. The man, not, well, the man, but, you know. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, man. And I, like, like we were talking about earlier, it was really cool because the glass shattered. Everybody turns to the entrance ramp, and I like the way they pulled it off. They had him come out through the crowd. Yeah, and that's that well done. Just start going after everybody, <clears throat> beating the shit out of Mark Merrow. Which is funny. Like I was watching it. They they built up that storyline for so long and made it such a big deal. Like the first 30, 45 seconds that Austin's in the ring. He, you know, he comes up from behind. I forget who he throws out first. But um, then Hockey Tonk's right there on the side. But uh, everybody turns around and starts going after him. And then, like, they all disperse. 45 seconds. It's built up for weeks. Everybody's going after Austin, gunning after Austin. He's the number one guy that everybody's going to go after. Eh, we can up and up for 30 seconds. Let's go back to what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like the year later, though. where. Uh... Yeah, oh, with the bounty. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Next up, Henry O. Godwin. The hog. <laughs> nope. Ain't nothing like a country boy, country boy, country boy. You know, I did kind of like me. Oh, no. Never mind. It was Smoking Gun Sonny still at the time. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of liked Godwin Sonny, but no, I was thinking of Smoking Gun Sonny. Yeah. She's, she spurned all the old uh, Godwins for the Smoking Guns. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, next up, my boy, mi vato, Savio Vega. <sighs> Coming out with all of the bariquas. Oh, oh yes. Bariquas todos. Oh, making a, making a beeline for Stone Cold. Yeah, man. Even everybody... that rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> King, or no, JR's like, man, it's just Savio. Not all four of these guys. Get them out of here. Yeah, I know. So... So Austin got him out of there and oh, <laughs> threw yeah. him all out. Including poor Savio. Uh, yeah. He lasted almost 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah man. Hopefully he'll really? last that long in the 2019 Royal Rumble. Oh, spoiler alert. I hope. I hope they, I hope they bring back Austin, too. <laughs> and we get the rivalry renewed. Renewed. <laughs> yes. Sh- strap match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Farouk out at 27. Did he? Am I right in thinking he went straight for the Rock? Yes, he when did. He came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, they like were, we were saying start, earlier. Yeah. They the were hell? starting that dissension between Farouk and the Rock, but yeah, I still didn't understand the whole nation going after each other. But mm-hmm. yeah, Farouk and the Rock, I can see for sure. But ugh, weird. Yeah. Next was uh, the third face of Foley. Yep. Love. The Dudester. Sweet shin music. <laughs> loved loved that. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I tried. Oof. <clears throat> yeah, we'll that was rough. We'll have to edit that out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Dude Love was eliminated by Farouk. Yeah, man. And then Farouk was eliminated by The Rock shortly after that. Mm-hmm. Well, right after that, actually. Yeah. Uh, 29, Chains. 
See, five, mi- five minutes, I would expect somebody from DOA to be in five minutes. I would expect five seconds. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> and five minutes is pushing it for DOA. But the 30 minutes that eight ball was, the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather see two chains in this Royal Rumble. <laughs> for the record, he doesn't mean two of chains, like chains and a clone. He means two chains? Yeah, like, that, titty, two like, chains. Yeah, like titty boy, two chains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And rounding it out, number 30. It's, it's time. It's time. time. It's, it's Vader. Vader. Time. Time, 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 time. Man, uh, I miss Vader. Yeah, it's too. It's a too bad he was so lazy and out of shape at this time. Yeah, he was such a good big man. Dude, yeah. He retweeted me one time. Did he? Yeah, I was at. I want to say Mohegan, maybe. I was at Mohegan for somebody's birthday. Went up to uh, a slot machine that said Mastodon. Took a picture of it. I think I hit like a good fifty bucks on that slot, so I tweeted about it, and he fucking retweeted me. No I was like, dude, fucking Vader. I hated you when I was a kid. I made a Sting shirt when you beat him at Great American Bash, but fuck, I love you now, Vader, and I miss you, Vader. I hope all is well up 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 there. <laughs> up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vader uh, ended up getting eliminated by Goldust. Mm-hmm. So there's your fifty-fifty booking. Uh, <laughs> no shit, right? Even in 1998. The old dusty finishes. Yeah, uh, your final four were Farouk, Dude Love, The Rock, and Stone Cold. As we said, Farouk eliminated Dude Love. Farouk got eliminated by The Rock. And then we were left with The Rock and Stone Cold, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, man. That was that was dope. The way they played it off, too. Austin tossing him out, not realizing that he didn't toss him out. And then coming back, stunner later. Winah! Yeah. Um, yeah, Stone Cold gets the win. That match went 55 minutes, 25 seconds, which, not that long for a rumble. Nah. Although I feel like there were, there were a decent amount of times when it didn't hit an hour. And you would think, I think, one of the first times it hit an hour was when Ray Ray broke Flair's record. Mm-hmm. Obviously, from here, Austin would go on to main event WrestleMania. But the events that led up to that, uh, Shawn Michaels against The Undertaker, main event, Rumble 98, casket match. I Dude, I love me a good casket match. And I, you know, I know there were some, I don't want to say some that were garbage. I, I loved the one uh, from the Rumble 94. And I know, like, some people shit on it. I loved this one, too. I, I don't love the fact that Shawn Michaels ended up out of action for four years because of it. But you got to think, too. If he didn't get injured and didn't take four years off, would he still be alive because he could have killed himself with an overdose? Or, you know, would he have come back and been able to do as well as he did? Or would he still be the fucking scumbag he was that everybody hated? Now everybody digs him, so. But, uh, 20-minute match. I dug it, you know. The ending was cool. The casker got set on fire. Yeah, and, um... I never noticed it until like I watched it not this past time, but the time before, how early on that bump was that HBK took on the casket. I was I was paying attention to that too, and I was trying to figure out because he said straight up like his back was locked up and he couldn't get up, but like he didn't look like there was only one point in the match when they were on the outside, and I think it was either just before or just after uh, he gives a pile driver to take her on the steps. Um, he doesn't really seem to be like, 
laboring at all or like you know favoring his back except like he leans against the ring at one point to like take a break and i mean maybe it looks like he could have been stretching it out but it doesn't he doesn't seem affected by it but you know the adrenaline's pumping he's in the match it's not like he's you know i'm sure it makes sense it got stiffer later when he wasn't really working it or stretching it yeah i'm i'm gonna say as as someone Myself, who's had back problems for a long time, I'm guessing it was, yeah, the adrenaline kicked in, and it probably didn't hit until, like, either at the end, tail end of that match or after. Yeah. Because I could tell, like, he he wasn't moving like he was, like, in a shitload of pain. Yeah. But, yeah. I can, ima- I can imagine. I'm sure it hit soon after, if not, like, towards the tail end. Because I was fully expecting, like, when I w- first saw it, for him to, like, even, like, clinch up a little bit. Like, he didn't even, like, flinch or, like, touch his back whatsoever. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, and, yeah. it, like, it didn't look like it would be something that would create, like, the problem that it did. Like, it just, it just seemed like any other bump. But, I mean, I it didn't look like anything that would create such a problem that it did, you know what I mean? But... I mean, when you look back, like, it just hit the corner of the casket just right. Mm-hmm. It's not like he hit it, like, flat, which I'm sure is probably... It, I'm probably that was the intended bump, but it makes sense because it looks like wind taker. It's almost like Sean didn't, like, approach it right because you can see the take the taker. You can see taker got, like, kind of thrown back against the ropes when he did it, so he sort of had to muscle him up and over. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, who, who would have thought, like, just... It looks like one little bump, but created such a huge shift. Yeah, I. That's like my one of my biggest like, what ifs is like, what if Shawn Michaels never got hurt? Like, how mm-hmm. different would the Attitude Era have been? Yeah, man, because you know, like, God, DX was like more or less the kickoff. Uh, you, you gotta feel it at least the kickoff to the stuff they were doing it was definitely like had something to do with a big a big push to starting like a full out attitude era mm-hmm. and then again you know like I was mentioning earlier if Sean's still around do we finally get that Owen Sean match do you know eh, I don't know man I, I feel like you had to think Owen and Sean was in the works for something and I feel like if we get that match if Sean doesn't get injured in this match, we get that match. And if we get that match, Owen doesn't become a comedy act and go back to the Blue Blazer. It's, you know, the fact that he went back to the Blue Blazer anyway was just stupid. But. Yeah, I know. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, right. Dang it. Dang it. But yeah, man, uh, Sean wins after 20 minutes when, you know, what's cool if you, and I'm assuming this is what it is. If you look at the casket in some of the camera angles they have when it's open and nobody's in it, you can see in the middle of the casket, I think probably the secret compartment in it where like Taker rolls out before, um, to go under the ring before the, uh, before, you know, Kane sets it on fire post-match. But you can mm-hmm. kind of see, like, there's a there's a divide right in the middle. I mean, how he would get under there, who knows? Because it looks like it's a very small space. But I mean, Taker was pretty pretty thin back then, but and, and he still is now. But um, sometimes he's a little more bloated. But anyway, um, yeah, Taker looks like he's about to win, and then 
who comes out? Uh, Sabio and the Bruiquas, and then somebody else came out too. I forget New age, who. New Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws, <laughs> yep. And then uh, lights go out. Kane comes out, clears the ring. I believe there's a pyro botch because you got to think that, you know, he signals for the corner post pyro and nothing happens. And then it's just like an awkward second where they're like, uh. And then Kane just punches Taker and turns on him. But tosses him in the casket. And then Paul Bearer comes down. Sean wins. Paul Bearer comes down. They lock it. You get, It's cool, though, because you can see that, like, Paul Bearer and Kane are both looking down to make sure Taker's out before they, you know, set the thing on fire. That's very nice of them. Right? <laughs> I was looking, too. I kept looking to see if, um, like, you could see the apron move at all. And, I, I mean, I couldn't from where I was looking. So props to them for, you know, pulling it off. But, yeah, uh, there's a... There's just a pickaxe, and Kane gets on top, chops it up, sets it on fire, and that's how the pay-per-view ends. Yeah, that's how it ends, which obviously leads to Taker versus Kane at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, it's it's one of my favorite rumbles again, just because I I like a good I like a good casket match. I loved the way the, <laughs> I was gonna say I love the way they set up the rumble, but it was a lot of random people being in there for a long time, but. You know, Austin, I love the whole storyline angle of Austin being the marked man and everything. So, you know, I, I dug. Not not one of my, not not up my favorite Rumble by far, but, you know, definitely up there. Yeah, like I was saying, like, I love the whole Austin out aspect. Everybody's out to get him. <clears throat> um, you don't, like we said, we don't see that very often anymore. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, overall, I don't know. What would I rank it? There actually- of, of, how about this? Of the ones, I mean, you can do overall, but uh, let's rank it this way, too. Of the ones we're going to watch. So we did the 94, we did your 2001, we did 98. Next week is 94? No, 92? 92. Yeah. yeah. Of the four, um, this would probably be either three or four. Yeah, I was going to say, probably probably three for me. Yeah, overall pay-per-view, definitely three. Rumble match, uh, yeah, probably three, yeah. Yeah, I think I think three all around. I mean, uh, I think I would put 2001 first. I would put 94 second, I think, this third. And then that leaves 92 fourth. For the whole pay-per-view or this is the Royal Rumble match? Uh, overall, full pay-per-view. Rumble match, I would probably rank this 3-2. I would say, ah, <laughs> I want to say, say 3, but I want to say 2. But I, would, I would rank 2001 as my number one Rumble match. Um, I want to say, I don't know, man, it's tough. It's because I want to say, like, rank this 2 because of the way they set up Austin. But then I want to say 92 is second for me because of the way they ended that. Because I thought that was just such a cool, badass ending. But then at the same time, 94 was kind of a shock ending. I would probably I would probably rank this Rumble third, 92 Rumble second, 2001 Rumble first, and then the 94 Rumble fourth. Just because the the double... I, I liked the double, like the, the tie finish back then, but like... Comparing it all now, I just... Fuck Lex Luger. He killed Miss Elizabeth. 
Oh, man. Um, overall, Rumble, just Rumble match, I would probably rank it 2001. Oh, no, no. 92, 2001, 98, 94. Uh, overall, I'd probably say 2001, 92, 98, 94. That's, yeah, I think that's exactly where I am, honestly. Except we flipped on the Rumble matches. I think you had 92, then 2001. I had 2001, then 92. But yeah, that's, uh, that's that. That's the Royal Rumble. Yep, and that's, that's the episode, right? That's I feel it. like we hit a lot. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we got to get going. Yeah, we've, we've been at this for a little while. <laughs> I got to go shovel. I, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or not really. I just have to clean my car off. But And shower, because I stink. Um, Same. Big yeah. stuff to Dragon, who is, in all seriousness, out plowing, making money for his family, and making it easy for y'all to get around. So, big shout to Dragon. We miss you. Hopefully, hopefully there will be no more snowstorms next week, and we'll get Dragon back next week. Yeah, uh, yeah. We need him back, because uh, next week's the go-home for the Rumble. So we and, that, it, uh, and it's in his pick. <laughs> it is. It's his pick. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We love you. But yeah, no, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that. All of, the, uh, all of our links are in thing for the show. The podcast, yeah, the description, so. bio, whatever. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, We're all over the place. We're on all the... Everywhere you can get a podcast, we're on it. So just search it. Mm-hmm. And um, next week, like you said, 1992 Royal Rumble review, as well as our uh, predictions for this year's Royal Rumble. Yeah, man. So that should be a good one. Um, and uh, in between, I guess, uh, don't be like Dave Meltzer. Make sure you listen to every podcast and follow us. Don't be like him and don't be a fucking, uh, what's that word? Um, I think you know it. Sing along. Oh, yes. It rhymes with word. Um, oh, there's a song yeah. for it, too. If you guys know it at home, feel free to sing along. Don't be like Dave Meltzer and don't be a... <laughs> Later, Marks. Peace.